This is it, people. This is what you've been waiting for. This is Everyday Celebrity Podcast. The podcast for everyday people with everyday problems trying to find everyday solutions to accomplish everyday goals. Let's start the show. You, 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 welcome to another episode of Everyday Celebrity Podcast. This is a very, very special occasion. Not only is it the 30th episode, which marks the end of the first season of Everyday Celebrity Podcast, but to celebrate the season finale, we have one of the Bay Area's you know what I'm saying? One of the rawest Bay Area's underground hip-hop artists. I like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, a lot of people don't know. I mean, I don't even know if a lot of people don't know this dude, but I know him. You know what I'm saying? And then from what I heard, from what I've been hearing, he's a force to be reckoned with. <laughs> and I'm just glad that he graced, graced me with his presence. You know what I'm saying? Tonight, we have Bay Area's own Antonius. Welcome to the show. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. That's a lovely introduction, by the way, if I might add. (laughs) (laughs) But we're, yeah, uh, when I say Bay Area, do we have a specific uh, area you from? Uh, Yeah, born and raised in Daly City. Daly City. Okay. For those who don't know, it's right next to San Francisco. Okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, this this podcast is broadcast around the world. So Daly City, yeah, is ne- right next to San. A lot of motherfuckers know about San Francisco, but um, they don't know about Daly City. But yeah, this is Daly City's own Antonius. I mean, I I would say like he's the rawest motherfucker that came out of Daly City. And before we even get into this episode, I'm gonna let y'all hear. I'm gonna let the audience hear what the fuck he produces out of his mouth. So. We're going to play a song, one of my favorite songs that he has done. This song is called Automatic. There it is. <laughs> Do you have any words before we play this? Do you like, you know what uh, I'm saying? I'll let the song speak for itself. And if you want to ask me something about it afterwards, we can touch on it after. All right, word. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is Automatic. To the COVID, nigga, I'm the pandemic. Yikes. Your girl stuck to me like my skin magnetic. She's saying that she love me cause my soul is authentic. BPM is going off, it's okay, she's athletic. Smoke all around, only blowing good shisha. Put me on a track, I become the best feature. I be in the field while you watching from the bleacher. How I just started and I'm schooling niggas like a teacher. Shake it back and forth like you're doing suicides. Booty on Biggie cause it got me hypnotized. Put her ass to sleep, but these are favorite lullabies. Snatch your soul up, my body got me feeling paralyzed. Pop a couple bottles. 
girls and my section is the littest Your girl chose me, blame survival of the fittest Feeling like LeBron cause I made you niggas witness I'm breaking all the records but my name is not Guinness yeah. Throw it back like it's automatic Oh, spread it out like a panoramic Oh, make it disappear like it's magic Slow it up, make it drop like a bad habit Yeah, throw it back like it's automatic Oh, spread it out like a panoramic Yeah, make it disappear like it's magic Slow it up, make it drop like yeah. it's bad habit that neck romantic Grab the camera on that hold that panoramic She sassy, bougie, and ratchet And I'm a savage hitter once and then I pass it I'm in my bag and you mad, you ain't had one That's why your bitch on my line, she a bad one Talking about daddy, I wanna have fun So we pop a couple beans that we hacked up Uh, bib section poppin' bottles Got a couple IG models and a couple stylists she ride that dick full throttle She gon' make it disappear and I'ma leave a hollow She clickin' heels for the night show My neck hittin' light show, that's pyro She ride the wave like high-low Lovin' the way the kid orchestrate like a maestro Throw it back like it's automatic Oh, spread it out like a panoramic Oh, make it disappear like it's magic Slow it up, make it drop like a bad habit Yeah, throw it back like it's automatic Oh, spread it out like a panoramic Oh, make it disappear like it's magic Slow it up, make it drop like a bad habit You, 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 damn. It's so pretty. <laughs> that, sh- that, yo, that shit is fire. Who produced that? Uh, The producer's name is Futile. Futile? Yeah. Well, shout out to that nigga. That, that, <laughs> yeah, shout out to Futile for sure. That shit was, was that your, uh, your biggest, like your biggest hit? Um, that's, I wouldn't say that's my biggest hit, but because of all the noise it's been making, uh-huh. I would say that it's. When it's did you record that? What are we in? We're in August? Or we're, yeah, we're out. Was it this year? It was this year, yeah. It oh was God. probably, I want to say June, mm. May or June, because I, I dropped that project, Summer Season 2, mm. um, in May. Oh, so no, it was probably May. Okay. It was May. Summer season two is out out now for everybody who don't yeah, know. That song is featured on Summer Season Two. And you can catch that where? On all platforms. All Apple platforms? Music, Spotify, Pandora, Tidal. Okay. You still use Napster, it's probably on Napster. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Niggas using Napster, they ain't they ain't admitting it. You know what I'm saying? That's that's some legal hey, shit. LimeWire is still active. <laughs> LimeWire is still active? And nah, I'm just bullshitting. Oh, I was about to say that's uh, yeah, I used to have that back in the day. Still in all I think they got shit. shut down. I know Napster got shut down. Did Napster get shut down? Oh, okay. And then if, na- after if, Napster, uh, LimeWire came in. in the, yeah, the if Napster did, LimeWire for sure okay. did. Because Metallica, Metallica, took, uh, they took Napster down. I know that for sure. That was back in, the, I think, early 2000s. But anyway. Times have changed now. So. Word, word, word. So we have uh, Antonius. Is that that's your, it's just your, your stage name is just straight Antonius? Yep. That's your real name? I wish it was. No? Okay. <laughs> My real name is Anthony. 
Anthony. But it means Antonius basically is an Anthony in a different language. Okay. What language? Uh, I believe Roman. Somewhere, what, somewhere you, from that, that era. Do you know what Antonius means? I looked it up and it meant it it was funny because uh I never looked it up before. Mm. And then um just randomly one day I was like, let me see like if if it means something. And then I looked it up and it said it was something high, like like something godly. And I was like, Whoa, I probably should have looked into this <laughs> before yeah. I chose the name. It was something like I can't even remember, but it was like something like for sure almost on the borderline of being blasphemous. Yeah, because you spell it, you spell it a strange way. Cause when I was like trying to type in your shit, I was like, how the fuck this nigga shit. You was adding the O in it? Yeah, I was adding yeah. the O. I was like, how the fuck this nigga shit ain't popping up? Then I had to keep tracking back. Oh, this nigga spells it with a I U yeah. S or something. Exactly okay. pronounce it exactly how it's spelled. Okay, okay, okay. So you grew up in Dayla City? Yep. Born and raised. Born shout, and out, raised. shout out to Fox eighty six five oh. Okay. You have any siblings? Only child. Only child. Okay. How was that? How was um, gro- how was growing up in Daly City as an only child to you? Um, at times it had its its downs mm-hmm. because you know, being a kid and always wanted to play, mm-hmm. you want someone to play with. Mm-hmm. So like during those times, like you know, it, I always bug my parents. I want a sibling. I want you know, give me a brother. Blah blah blah. Yeah. But um, I wasn't like miserable. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, just a regular childhood that I had. You know, when you don't have someone to play with, you are you are you an eighties baby, nineties baby, nineties baby. Okay, so I had my fair share of imaginary friends and mm. playing with my stuffed animals and stuff like that. So your parents still uh, together? Yep, yep. We uh, they actually just celebrated twenty five years of marriage in February. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Shouts out to mom and dad for sure. Do they listen to your music? Uh, religiously, I don't think so, but they've heard a couple. Mm. My mom's gotten on my head about cussing. Is your parents like real religious and shit? We're a religious family, but we're not like strict. Okay. Like, you know. Christians? We're Christian, yeah. But we're not, like I said, we're not like those types of like, oh, you know, you got to read the Bible twice a day, once in the morning before you go to bed. And, Mm. you know, we're not, we're like laid back. So you don't go to church like every single day? No, I do. I do. Oh, well, do? now I can't because of COVID, but mm-hmm. <laughs> but even, you know. <laughs> okay. Now we stream church, so it's like even yeah. better. I could be at church in my pajamas. So. <laughs> okay. What uh what high school did you go to in uh, Del- did you go to high school in Delhi City? Yeah, I did. Uh, I went to Westmore. Westmore? Yep. Okay. Did you play any sports? Cuz I looked at your uh uh I browsed your Instagram and I saw you in a uh I saw you. I saw a picture of you playing basketball or some shit. That you had a, like a Tesla, yeah. I hoop. jersey on something. I hoop. You good? I I mean I feel like the people who yeah I'm raw nigga but like <laughs> I don't I don't really talk much. I, I I put it out on the court. Okay, but I'm raw. I will, I'm, I'm, if, I'm you, raw if you are fuck. if you if you honestly asking me, I'm nice. Okay. I'm I'm, nice. Raw, I'm raw as fuck. I'll say. <laughs> <it. laughs> I'm nice as fucking hoop. You know what I'm saying? That's why that's why I always ask. You know? But anyway, that's. <laughs> It ain't about me. I for, I for sure give niggas runs for their money. Oh, where? Right. That, yeah, that's that's where you play at. Um, right now I haven't played in a where, minute. Where were you playing? Were you playing uh back uh, in the day before this COVID shit? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anywhere. Okay. Anywhere that was indoors. Did you have like a main gym you go to? Uh, nah. I kind yeah. I had a couple of like spots that I would 
bounce back and forth with. Um, mm-hmm. But the thing that sucks is because I live out by Antioch. Mm-hmm. So, and all my, my buddies out who stay over on this side or back on the peninsula by mm-hmm. the city. So mm-hmm. every time they would, hey, you want, you want to come and hoop? Mm-hmm. Oh, when? Tonight? Nigga. That's like an hour and a half away. I got work tomorrow. Like, I can't do that. Okay. But like, uh, I would hoop at like 24 city sports. Mm. Um, some of my buddies who coach, like they get the, the keys to the gym. So we'll just go run open gym or mm. even we, we would go back to like some of the recs that we used to ball at when we were still in high school, early years of college. So mm. really anywhere that was a good run with hardwood, mm. we, we would go run up. Okay. So, um, when you were growing up, did you, was music your first passion or was basketball? Basketball. Basketball. What made I just, you get- I just started this music shit. When? Realistically, probably a year ago. A year ago? Yeah. So what made you get into music? Like what, what was that? What was, what, what happened in your life where you were like, you know, you know what? I can like literally start making money um, doing this music shit. It started when people would constantly ask me if I did music. Mm. And I'm like, no, nah, I don't, I don't do music. And they're like, you, oh, you are you sure you don't? Cause you look like, you look like a rapper or Were some you just kind like of freestyling like no, randomly? I, no, it was, it was random people. You was just walking around just and niggas was coming up to you and be like, mall, Yo, like, are you a shopping rapper? Shopping at Macy's, like, are you, so, are you someone you, famous? You I swear to God. Nig- random niggas would walk up to you and be like, Yo, yes. are you a rapper? yes. Yes. Are you, it's either, are you a rapper or are you someone famous? Okay. And then, so I'm like, if people are, are assuming that I'm some kind of famous person or a, a type of musician, mm. maybe I'll look into it. So then I like, I kind of looked into it, but I wasn't sold on the idea of doing music mm. because, you know, it, it wasn't something that like I was dreaming of since I was a kid. Yeah. Um, and then I had friends who were in music and then, um, like one day, one of my boys just gave me a beat. He's like, just write something, just write, you know, whatever. And I was like, all right, cool, whatever. So I wrote something, I wrote a verse just for fun. And um, somebody else had heard it and they were like, is this you? I was like, yeah, it is me. But like, I wasn't like, I was just fucking around. Mm-hmm. They're like, well, like, you should probably, you know, actually pursue it. Just actually stick to it and work on your craft. And you probably would be able to do something. Do you remember the first song? Do you do remember that that song? I do. I do. Do you remember the dude who put you on the song? Yep. You want to shout him out? Yeah. Shout out to uh to P Funk Polly Solis. He's one of my uh close family friends that I grew up with. He actually grew up with my uncles. Uh, one of my uncles. He's still around. Yeah, he's still on the music scene too. Okay. Um. So yeah, like I remember. Are you bigger than him now, or what? Animosity uh, right now. What? I don't really know, to be honest with you. Like, when I first started doing music, I, like, I really cared about the numbers. Like, okay, I got to, you know, I have to gain this amount of followers in this mm-hmm. amount of time, and I got to yeah. sell this amount of songs, blah, blah, blah. Yep. And um, I, when I put out my first music video, and it got, like, before we dropped it, I told my my uh, my engineer, I was like, I don't expect anything less than 2,000 views the first week. Mm-hmm. Because my boy who was on that song to the video that we shot, mm-hmm. um, his videos rack up like 1,500 to 2,000 views for his videos. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. And the song that we did is a banger. And so I had him on it. And I was like, okay, if he posts the video or he gets his fan base to watch the video, we for sure going to do numbers. So I was like, 
I don't ex- expect anything less than 2,000. Mm-hmm. And then we dropped it, and then that shit had like 200 views after like the first two what weeks. What was the name of the song? Mutual Respect. Mutual, okay. That's off of my third album. Oh, it's on your, th- it's on your album. Mm-hmm. So your first song you ever did is on your third album. No, 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 no. That was, that first song I ever did was like years ago. Okay. Before I even committed to doing music. Mm. And then um, the my first music video that I did was from a song off of my third album that I dropped. Yeah. This So the year. first two albums you didn't, you didn't do no music video? No, you know, I tried to, but like I, I, I'm still working full time. Mm. So, and being full indie is hard. Like. Mm having to support yourself and yeah, yeah. pay your bills and make you sure you, you got this tell me. dude. I, and, I started a whole you know company, I mean? Andy. And then you try to go get someone to do a video for you. Like, oh yeah, I charge, you know, five to 800. You're like, five to eight? Nigga, that's yeah. more than my car note, bro. Like, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? So fortunate, shout out to my guy right here, Jordan. Yeah, this nigga walked in with a whole camera. Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I met down. him through my, uh, he used to work at this vapor shop that was right down the street from my job. Mm. And we just kicked it off and we was just cool. And then, uh, I mentioned music to him, and he was like, nigga, you do music? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, you know, I shoot videos, right? And I was like, I do now. <laughs> like, so we, we we got off real quick, and then um, ever since then, he's been coming to my shows and mm. recording hella B-roll stuff for me, so okay, it worked out. So let's talk about your, your, your first album. What's the name of your first album? Expressions. Expressions. Now, how was it uh, making your first album? It was dope. Um, I released uh, two singles, I think, before I did the album. What was the name of those singles? Uh, the first song I ever put out was called Blank Check. Mm. That's on my second album. And then, oh no, I put out three singles. The first one I did was Blank Check. And then the second one I did is called Keep It One. And that's on my first album. And then I did another one called No Tomorrow. That's also on my second album. Mm. So I dropped those three first. And then I ended up dropping my first actual project, my first album. And that one is called Expressions. Mm. But the whole process of making that was was hella dope. Because obviously, because it was my first one. So I was excited. Yeah. Um, but I had my first idea was I wanted like a 20 track project. Mm-hmm. Like 10, 10 songs of one vibe and then the second 10 of a different vibe. And so I was running to buy my engineer. Shout out to J-Rock. Um, he was like, you know, you're you're coming out and like, you know, this is your first big project. He was like, don't do 20 tracks. He was like, nobody's going to want to listen to an upcoming artist and they got 20 songs on their first project. Yeah, I mean, I kind of feel that. And then I was like, okay, I was like, you right. So then he was like, um, but if you want to split up that track list and make two separate projects with two different kind of feels, you can do that too. Yo, shout out to J-Rock. Yeah. Spinning so he, game. Yeah, he was spitting game for me for sure. Come on the show, nigga. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if you want to do another episode, he's probably down to come and do it. Because he he uh, he does other artists too, not just me. Uh, is he your manager? I try to make him be my manager, but he don't want to do it yet. But when shit takes off, and Antonius becomes Antonius. He not recording anybody else but me, yeah, unless that. and unless they pay guap. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of like his one way ticket out this shithole <laughs> that we okay. all be in. It. All right. So on your first album, what was the uh, what was the hardest? I mean, obviously that was your first project. What was the hardest thing that you had to overcome recording that album? Um. It took me a minute to get my confidence. Mm. 
Mm. Um, so like I knew how I wanted to sound, but then like recording it, you could tell I was holding back. Mm. So then like, um, maybe I want to say like three or four songs deep into the project. Excuse me. Um, J rock was like, you know, you, you can sing, bro. Like you, you may not be like an usher or, you know, a Bruno Mars, but he was like, you can sing. Yeah. He was like, so just find that pocket that you're comfortable with and just let it loose. Were you, were you like, uh, not liking the sound of your own voice? Yeah. I'm my own worst critic. I don't like my voice at all, especially when I, when I see, cause it, you know, it sounds different when you're actually doing it. And then mm-hmm. when you hear it, you're like, damn, what the hell? Like, yeah, that's yeah. how I sound. I feel you. Um, but yeah, like I could, I could hold a note and I could be in pocket, but like, I'm not no like Motown legend singer coming up. And, you know, I got this wide history of, of vocals in my, mm-hmm. in my family even though my uncles know how to sing and they're like, I feel like I got music in my blood, but, um, yeah, he was like, just don't, just hold, don't hold back. Like, just let it go. So then when I finally, finally found my pocket, oh, it was, it was all downhill from there. It was train ride easy. So when did you, when did you, what happened that you got that confidence? Like, was there like a, was someone famous that like, yo, this nigga's like, nice as shit then you started to get confidence or was was it when like you heard or when you started seeing numbers or something uh it was right after i recorded blank check because i was chilling with one of my ex homies we were i think we were at this bar and he was basically just getting at me like greasy like he was just just basically like actually talking shit to my face, telling he was saying something about like, like I look like a sellout or something like that. Like all it's, it's going to take is for basically there was no difference between me and all these other rappers and that are brought up in the game right now yeah. between like someone just throws a paycheck in my face and then I'm someone's bitch. Mm-hmm. And I was like, sounds nah, like, that ain't me. Sounds like hate. You know it do sound like hate. So then I took that and then that's how I made blank check and like in the hook, um, I say blank check. I write my own amount. Real nigga since day one. And uh that energy from that song came from that conversation that I had with one of my boys who I used to hang out with. Mm. So in in realness and reality, shout out to that stupid nigga who was talking down because <laughs> he's he was responsible for I'm assuming he's not around. No, he's not around. Okay. I mean, he's he's living. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he's not around me. Yeah, yeah. He's not living around you me. Gotta get the good, you got to keep the good vibes. Exactly. Around, and and like uh, everybody who's heard Blank Check and uh, actually one of my barbers, um, he's also a producer. Shout out to Dre. Mm. When, he, when he heard Blank Check, I don't know why my voice keeps cracking blood like I'm going through puberty or some shit like that. <laughs> um, when he heard Blank Check, he was like, nigga. Mm. like this is Antonius right here like you need to come like this every rap song that you do and he was like the energy that you have on this track and just your delivery and what you're talking about he was like this is gonna get you out of here okay. and then so when I made blank check right after he said that I kind of like got that 
okay, like now I got, I found my pocket. Mm. I got the confidence that I needed. And that just carried on into whether I was rapping or singing. So Blank Check was really the turning point of like my music career where I was like, okay, before Antonius was just my stage name. But then when I made Blank Check, Mm -hmm. Antonius is who I am. Okay. And that was kind of like the staple and the difference of the level of confidence I had in my music at that time. Do you have a certain uh, producer you like to work with the most? Um, I do have multiple songs by the same producers. It's a, I would say there's a pocket of maybe three main producers mm. who I like to get beats from. Mm. And it's all on, on, on the internet, by the way. Like I don't know these niggas personally. No. So I just you're go just, and I just buying beats off. The I just I yeah I just go and I shop their their beat store and then I'll go buy a lease for it, and then that's it. And if it does take off, I'll throw them a little piece of change, and then I'll probably work out like a you know hey just make me like a ten beat package. And then actually it's funny too because after I started started like promoting my stuff heavy on Instagram, I had hella producers hit me up. Hey bro, I make beats and you know I feel like you could match my my style of music. Blah blah blah. Um, and it was like right after I dropped my music video that uh, these other producers were hitting me up talking about they do beats and like they feel like they could get me on a track and it would be fire, blah, blah, blah. So, and that's how it normally goes too, you know. Segway, uh, we drinking, we drinking Ciroc, uh, the VS. The very, whatever, whatever the fuck the shit. Ciroc, very special shit. So the, Ciroc, that, holla at me. I'm saying I need, yes, I, need, I need a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't been a Ciroc boy in a minute. <laughs> All right, so when you made your first album, right? Mm-hmm. What was the gap between the first album and the next project? How long did it take for you to make the next project? Or did you already have the next project already recorded and you just split the amount of songs into two albums? Um, I had, before I did my first album, I had three songs done and I believe there's seven songs on that album. So I had to bust out four more. And then the time between my first album and my second album was three months. Okay. And on that second album, I only had two songs done. Mm-hmm. And I think there's also seven, or maybe it might be more than that. It's less than 10, but it's it's probably between seven and 10 songs on my second album. So I had to bust out another, give or take, five, six songs. Mm-hmm. And then, um, but yeah, I had, because remember I told you I had dropped those two singles before. Yeah. So two of those singles were on my second album. So I already had those already done. Mm. And then, but even after like I dropped my first album and in between recording my first album, I I had already started songs that I was going to put on this second album. Mm. So they, they were kind of simultaneously um, not, I guess like pre-planned. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't have, I didn't have like, the full seven songs and another seven songs. And I was like, okay, I'm going to just put seven on this one and seven on that one and just yeah. drop it two months later. And I wasn't even going to drop another album right after that, but I had 
I was just pumping songs out. And I was like, man, like, I really want to do something that's going to separate me from these other upcoming artists who only drop, like, maybe three singles in a year and one album, if that. Like, I'm going to give these niggas two albums. And then to top it off, I came out with Summer Season, the first one, a month after I dropped my second album. (laughs) (laughs) So you just continuously writing. Yeah, I'm always working. Mm. I'm always working. That's good because you got to keep, you got to be consistent. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You got to keep pushing, like pushing. And you never know when that one song can like take off. That song that I played, that shit. I was listening to your shit all like I listened to all your like fucking albums before this interview. Uh-huh. And then that song, that first song that I played, I like had that shit on repeat. So that shit. See, that shit is dope to me because like I'm still nobody. So when, yeah. when somebody tells me like, bruh, like I actually listen to your shit and, and I'm 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 a east I'm I I'm saying I'm from the East Coast, right? Mm-hmm. And what part of the East Coast? I'm from Philly. Oh, okay. So it takes a lot from a dude from the East Coast to be like, yo, this nigga from fucking the Bay Area mm-hmm. has my head bobbing. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, so, so yeah, I mean, I'm a nobody too, but that song was, that song is a shit. I mean, hell so yeah. I appreciate should, that. You should, you should that, re- that. That really like, and that's really like what I like have been going for. Like, I had to change my perspective of what my end goal was going to be or what my, my present goal was going to be because when I first started, I was like, yeah, like I want to get signed and I want to, you know, be the next biggest thing coming out of the Bay area. And, you know, I want niggas to, you know, whoever stopped, you know, messing with me, I want them to regret that shit and blah, blah, blah. And like, I had to change how I viewed on what I wanted the end goal of my career to be. So like now it's just, I find so much pleasure and gratitude to someone who actually gives me a genuine compliment Mm -hmm. about my music Mm -hmm. whether it's that's a banger or you know you i really think you're a good artist or like i really relate to your lyrics anything that somebody says to me positive about my music like i feel like that's the equivalent to somebody hitting me up with a record deal talking about like yeah i want we want to sign you for a million a year yeah you know what i mean yeah so like i don't take anything lightly like that when somebody is like, man, that shit knock. Yeah. Do you, this is a random question. Do you hate when people say you sound like G-Eazy? No. No? I don't. <laughs> and I thought, I thought it was weird I don't even first. know if you get that a lot, but when I first I do. heard you, I was like, this I nigga do. sounds exactly like I fucking, do. I has do. the same cadence and everything. I do. Voice and all that shit. I do get that a lot. And then when I first started getting it, I thought it was weird because I was like, I don't sound nothing like this yeah. nigga. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then, because I listen to G-Eazy, like, he's one of my music influences. Mm. So, like, when I first started getting that comparison, I was like, nah, like, I don't sound like him. We don't even got the same sounding voice. Like, how do I sound like him? sound exactly like And then, so, like, the more people started telling me it, and I was like, you know what? If people say I sound like him, then that's a compliment for me. So, shout out to G-Eazy if you're listening to this. Come holla at your boy. (laughs) (laughs) Why do you think, why do you think, uh, and you're a Bay Area rapper, but why do you think most Bay Area rappers don't make it outside of the Bay Area? It's, I mean, you have a certain few. You have like E-40. Mm-hmm. You have the fucking, um, the Loonies because they have that like five on it song. Mm-hmm. But the majority of the Bay Area, like Bay Area rappers 
are not played mm-hmm. like on East Coast in the right. South. Right. But the East Coast rappers and the Southern rappers, you know what I'm saying? They get they get played on the West mm-hmm. and the Bay Area. Why do you think the Bay Area why do you think Bay Area rappers don't like create the sound that's like traveled around the United States? So I did um I did this podcast with one of my other boys who I used to hoop with. Mm-hmm. Uh, he started a podcast and he asked me the same thing about, you know, rappers coming up in the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. And because he was saying, like, when he first heard my music, I don't sound like I'm from the Bay Area. But, you know, I I ripped the Bay on my back like anybody else would. Yeah. And um, then I told him, I was like, when people say that about my music that I don't sound like I'm from the Bay. I always like to tell people I'm I'm a nigga from the Bay, but I'm not a Bay nigga. Mm. So like explain that to me. Like correlating that to my music. If you just if you would just listen to it, automatically you would be like and I've gotten this before, like people think who don't know me who've who've heard my list my my music, mm. they think I'm from LA. Yeah. From from SoCal. Mm-hmm. And when I was talking on this podcast with my boy, uh, shout out to Off the Stoop, that's the name of his podcast. Um, I was telling him that the Bay as a whole, as a unit, we've distinguished and engineered this unique sound of music mm-hmm. that makes us the Bay. But the downside of that is not the rest of the world yeah. likes likes to hear <laughs> Bay music. But because blowing like here, like, you know, in the in the actual like center of, of the Bay Area, yeah. we grew up on that. So, you know, the Mac Dre's, like you said, the E forties are too short. Even though E forty and Too Short are like a little bit global now. Mm. Um you have other rappers from here that are in this bubble of just being known in the Bay Area. And maybe they branch out to SoCal and whatever. But um, I feel like putting that sound, that Bay Area sound, quote unquote, on your music, it caps you. Because now you just are a selective audience of people who grow up here and who know you. and. I hate to say it, but like the Bay Area sound is not universal. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely not. Do you, so, do you, uh, do you think in order to make it worldwide, you have to get out of that Bay Area sound, like the whole, yeah, you know I mean, all that shit, for sure, and become more lyrical, for sure. Okay. You have to. I mean, look at, look at G Easy. Mm. He don't sound like he's from the bay either unless he does a track that's i mean g easy he does not sound i you mean know what I'm he saying? doesn't sound like but he's from the bay but, but like he he'll he, throw in like a word or two he just can, to be like oh he, yeah i'm from the bay he's got like this switch that he can turn like this his little hyphy switch mm. he can turn that on and then automatically it sounds like a bay produced track like when he did west coast mm. with, with a blue face yg and uh all black mm-hmm. that's a bay song right there yeah but not all of G-Eazy's music sounds like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, and even when G-Eazy came up, it took 
g Easy to blow up everywhere else but the Bay Area. And then when he did, yeah. the Bay was like, oh, like this is this is us. Like yeah. g Easy is us. But it's like, you know, coming up in his career, like he was, I, I don't remember ever seeing him talked about on yeah. local Bay Area state. You know what I mean? So it's like. I heard that nigga was getting uh, bullied at, at Berkeley High. He probably was. You didn't hear that from me. He probably was, but at the end of the day, look at him now, nigga. Like, yeah, but yeah. He's shitting on everybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, I, like, honestly, I do feel like it's cool. And that's why, like, when I came out with um, Summer Season 2, I put this track on there called Debbie, and it's kind of more of a, like, a Bay Area type feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and shout out to my boys, uh, Mike Monster and uh, Yankee Bo, who were on Debbie that made that track with me. That's kind of more of a Bay Area type feel song, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't really have songs that distinguished that Bay Area sound. I probably had two that were on my second album that kind of tapped into it. But I think it's good for for myself being a rapper coming out of the Bay Area to always once in a while tap into that Bay Area hyphy sound to where because you know I gotta pay homage to where I'm from. Yeah, you know what I mean. I can't just be like not have anything Bay Area related and just act like I was never yeah yeah born here or grew up here. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So like how I said, Jeezy has that hyphy switch. It's good to have that if you're trying to come up here in the Bay Area and you don't sound like you are, mm-hmm. which is rare. Mm-hmm. Like I'm probably one in that thousand that. Or making music out in this area, but don't sound like I'm from here. So you said Jeezy is one of your uh, musical influence. Do you have any uh, other ones? I for sure do. You want to name them? <laughs> <laughs> you want, you said, like, you I was. I, I was just about to say you want to. You want to guess because you could probably guess it. Guess. Yeah. Uh, it's four. There's four. There's only four. Four. Yeah. It's my top. Are they all like West Coast rappers? Mm, no. Are they? Is, uh, one of them me, is because. Tell me where they're from. And one I, of one of them is because Jeezy. One of them is because of Jeezy. No, one of them is from the West Coast because they're G, one of them is Jeezy. I mean Jeezy. Yeah, Jeezy. And the other one. ones are from the East Coast. The other one is. One is not from this country. One is in the Midwest. And the other one is not in this country. And actually, no, I'll say say five. I can't guess that. I'll say five because another one is in the Midwest. So two in the Midwest, two out of this country. And then Burner Boy? No. Uh, Yeah, nigga, I can't. (laughs) (laughs) You name it all across the world. I can't guess that. So I got G Easy. That's one. Drake is another one. Tory Lanez is another one. Okay. Chris Brown and Bryson Tiller. All light skinned niggas. Mm, Bryson's kind of on the fence. (laughs) Bryson's kind of on the fence. And Tory's kind of on the fence. I heard that nigga got deported. Did you hear that? I heard I heard they, they were trying to. You talking no, about I after heard, that nigga? I heard Meg, that nigga Meg did Stallion? get deported, like mm-hmm. yesterday. But anyway, shout out to Tory Lanez, you know what I'm saying? Come shout on out the to show. Everybody. Tory, Drizzy, <laughs> Drake, Breezy. Drake, come on the G-Eazy, show. G-Eazy, Young Tiller, Pan Griffey. Chris, shut up. <laughs> um... Have you ever met anyone? That's uh, like, that's I actually like famous, famous. 
act- of my music influences, one, I actually ran into G Easy at the Drake versus Lil Wayne concert in oh, Mountain yeah. View. He and I didn't know that was G Easy at the time. How the fuck do you not know that he's your damn influence? Because this is, this is way before I was doing music. Oh, okay. okay. I was just there because I I like Drake and Lil Wayne, and then. So you weren't fucking with G Easy back then? No, no, I did not know who was G-Eazy he was. out like like. Musically, um, I think if you were a loyal fan, like a day one fan, you knew who he was, but I, I don't think he was that big yet. Um, so what did you just bump into him, like, nigga? Will you? Bump yeah. Into? So like, we were watching, we were watching this show, right? And then they bring out Jeezy. I think he does like one or two songs. And what if? Uh, I don't mean to interrupt you, but what the fuck would they, Little Wayne and Drake, bring out Jeezy? I have no idea. What song do they have together? They don't. Yeah. So is it? Oh, it's just because they were in the Bay Area. Probably because they were in the Bay, and um, YG was touring with them on that tour. So probably YG had some kind of pull to get YG up there. Yeah. Um, but like, uh, Jeezy came out and did like one or two songs, and then I'm in the audience. I'm like, "What the fuck is this white boy? Like, who is this dude?" But I, I respect him. Respected him because of how he was dressed and like how he carried himself. Yeah. And appearances to me is a big thing. Mm-hmm. Like, even if I don't know you, if I could guess the kind of person that you are just from looking at you mm-hmm. in a positive way, of course, I'm not judging. But like, if yeah. I could like, oh, like he's he was dressed in like, you know, skinny black pants and like a black leather jacket with a white tee and his hair was slicked back. Yeah, Like, I'd be like, OK, this he's he's about business. Like, he's proper. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so he did his songs. I was like, who the hell is that? blew it off and then I went to go get myself a drink from the bar and he's walking in like the middle of the section that I was walking through and he didn't see me we kind of bumped shoulders and then he was like oh he's like my bad bro he's like I didn't see you like my fault and I'm like oh it's all good like don't even worry about it don't even trip like it's all good like don't worry about it and then like fast forward like three years I'm like, now when I'm like actually listening to him and I went to go look at a video on YouTube on the concert that, that uh, I was at because mm-hmm. they have like, you know, live performance. I like, to, I like to watch live performances and stuff like that. And so I was watching one at Mountain View on that Drake versus Lil Wayne. Mm-hmm. And then I saw g was a person that performed at that show. And I was like, Damn, I done ran into G Easy and I didn't even know it was G Easy. So that was the first time you ever knew of G Easy during that 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 incident. When I started listening to him like two years after, that was when it clicked. I was like, damn, I bumped into this dude. I didn't even know who he was. Yeah. But he was so cool about it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know how some dudes are like, bro, like, watch yeah. where you're going. Yeah. He was not like that at all. Okay. Like he was hella down to earth and hella cool. And I was like, damn, I didn't even know that was him. What was your greatest, uh, I'm assuming you had live performances and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Tell me uh, one of your best concerts you ever did. Uh, that's a tough one. I want to say there was this one time that this, I guess you can say like a promoting manager, I guess, um, fully independent 
messaged me on Instagram. Shout out to Dark Diva. Um, she basically was throwing this tour, this music tour of all independent artists. So it was like myself and I want to say like 10 other artists in total. And um, one of my other boys who I do music with, shout out to Ace Del Fresco. I think he played part in her reaching out to me. Yo, these names are crazy. (laughs) (laughs) A.L.S. Fresco and Dark Diva. Oh, man. Um, All right, continue. So, like, she hit me up and was like, you know, I heard some of your music. I think you're dope. I want to put you on this tour, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, all right, cool. And they had already established, like, the main lineup, if you will. And so those were the people who were on the flyer. So I think there was six people on the flyer and then they had openers Mm. for the main artist. Mm. And so she reached out to me, asked if I was on board to come on tour. And I'm like, yeah, this is dope. Like I've never been asked to be on tour before. So of course I'm with it. And it was all like local. Well, kind of local. One was in the city. One was in in Santa Cruz and then one was in, in Roseville. And then the rest were like down in LA. And um, I was like, yeah, I was like, I'm down. Like, that's dope as hell. Like, I'm hella down to do that. So then um, leading up to the show. Was that your first tour? That was my very first tour. And my so only was, my only was, tour. You was on a million when you got that, when you got that call. Yeah, I felt like I was coming up, even though I knew I wasn't, but like as a I mean, for as a personal. Should, nigga, you on tour, you should feel like that. Right. So um Coming up to the tour date, uh, the first show date, we get the the set list of who's going in order, mm-hmm. and I'm the first nigga on that list. No, oh, you're the first. You the opening act. I'm the opening. Okay. And I'm like, I'm like, all right, like, and I've never, and I never saw myself like when I gained my confidence. Yeah. I knew I wasn't an opening act. Well, you gotta, you gotta, and so I know you gotta, you gotta, gotta, put, start, in, you gotta put in work. I know you, you gotta start that. somewhere, but yeah. like I was like, okay, I was like, you gonna put me as the opening act, but I'm gonna show you why I'm not the opening act. Mm-hmm. And then so I went first. Barely anybody was there, and like you know when you first go on and before the main event comes up, like everyone's hugging the wall, standing by the bar. There's nobody yeah. in front of the stage. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'm like, let me, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you who Antonis is. So then I got there, I did three songs, and I did my set, and like after my first song, everyone starts to get closer to the stage. <laughs> like they get off off the wall, and they're like, oh, okay, like, they're like getting closer, and then like I do my second song, and then mm-hmm. they get closer. Yeah. And then by the time I got to my third song, they were close enough to where I could throw like my t-shirts at, as like a thank you, I guess. Mm. And then so after I did my set, I walked off stage and then I was talking to to Dark Diva. Her name is Anita and her she don't really go by Dark Diva. That's her her social handle. Yeah, I, I'm gonna come call me Dark Diva. <laughs> and then so I'm, I'm talking to Dark Diva off stage and she's like, You will never go first again. Damn. On this tour. And I was like, that's all I wanted to show you, she's to prove to you nine. that I wasn't that. And then, and then she was like, I kind of wish that I did it so I could have that energy towards the end of the show. So to keep people inside to want to stay. So then by the second show, I went in the middle 
And then by the third show, which was the end of the first half of the tour, I was the headliner. I went last. So, but so during the tour, you you started from the opening act, and then during the during the tour, you you took over the headliner position, right? Now, and each each show, somebody else went last. So it wasn't the same person that went last uh, all the okay. time. Because I was about to say the nigga who had who was the headliner, he didn't feel some type of way. Like no, damn. the person on the first show who was a headliner was my boy Ace. Mm-hmm. So I had no problem with that. I was like, that's cool. But then I told Ace, I was like, nigga, you know, yeah, I am not an opening act. Uh-huh. And he was like, man, you just have to. If you want me to talk to somebody, because I'm like, no, 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 no. I was like, you know, I don't want you to talk to anybody. I want to prove it. Yeah. So and and that's what I did. Okay. And then so it was three shows. The first show I was first. The second show I was in the middle, and then the third show I was last. Was you single during this tour? Yeah. All right, we, I'm single now. We about to get into the shit now. <laughs> <laughs> but first, why why'd you have to look at Chris when you said that? Oh, this nigga put his hands up. And, and when. Every time I do an episode, oh, everyone says Chris. That's my cameraman. And this nigga always fucking talks during the interview. And I keep telling him to shut the fuck up. Anyway, we're going to do a little shot before we get into the second round of this. All right. Tony, is you good? Or you want, yeah. You need a refill? No, I still got the same one. Oh, you still got the same one? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's toast Antonio's season finale, episode Salute. 30. Episode 30. You know Oh. All right, so you were a single man during this tour. Did, tell me a story, or do you have any stories about? I mean, everyone when they when they think about musical artists and shit on tour, Chris, get out the way of the the light, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> when 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 they when they hear stories of like artists on tour, you know what I'm saying rappers and shit. Even if you're not famous, you you on tour. Mm-hmm. You on a stage performing, mm-hmm. and you know bitches. They go, they go look at you and be like, "Oh damn!" I mean, he's not Drake, but I mean, he's on fucking tour. Mm-hmm. He's commanding the, he's commanding the crowd. Right. Tell me a story about, or do you have any stories about these bitches out here doing some dirty shit or some crazy groovy stories while I've been performing? Yeah, I mean, just during that during that first tour, we talking about this this first oh, Pacific tour. Absolutely nothing. No, no, nothing. Okay, hasn't happened yet, but yeah, watching my name blow up, <laughs> I for sure have some some shit. Okay, but but that first tour it was just like uh, everything is. I mean, I was just, like I, like I like you said, like you were just focused on. The I'm music. nobody. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So I could have been. I probably could have got the same amount of play if I just went to a bar that weekend and was mm-hmm. just actively looking for something. Mm-hmm. Right, we'll, we'll get back to the bitches later. <laughs> <laughs> and you know why? Why is it every time? Is it because I'm light skinned? You think I just got bitches all around me? No, nigga. First of all, nigga, I'm dark skinned, and I think dark skin is better than light skin. Oh, don't don't make this we, a dark and here light. Here we go. Don't make this a dark. Here and light we thing. go. You know what? I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a just say it like this. You say you dark skin, but why your skin complexion on this everyday celebrity sticker, you lighter than what you look like in you person? You crazy as fuck. I'm, I'm black as shit. This on my, is not on my... the same shade of brown that you are, Cameraman, brother. the cameraman zoom the, in. That's you, the same fucking You complexion. look like T-Pain, and this person on the what? sticker 
is not that dark. You got me looking at my shit, huh? You are not the same fucking. That is not you. My nigga, that's me. That is no, I know. I know you want it to be you. The beanie, but the skin color, the melanin is completely wrong. My trademark is the beanie. Chris, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> you anyway. you want to say dark skin is better, but you light skin on this sticker. I'm not light. Well, it, well shout out to my uh, my graphic designer, <laughs> George. You know what I'm saying? You have your first complaint. The nigga said, I don't look like that. I don't, I don't have any complaints. I think that's a great complexion. That looks nice. I, I mean, whatever. It looks I, good. I lost my train of thought. It looks good. <laughs> All right, we were, so uh, we were saying we will get back to the bitches later. Yeah, yeah, we go get back to the bitches later. So you got a song, you got a song with uh, Freddie Mac. Yes, sir. That's my that's my big dog. Shout out to Freddie Mac. How did uh, Freddie Mac? Well, you want, you uh, that's want, a uh, that's a uh, um, yeah. We go we go play it in a minute. But how did you and Freddie Mac link up? And shout out to Freddie Mac, uh, Funk Town representative. Funk Town. Nick got a beer belly. But <laughs> shout out shout out shout out to Freddie Mac. I mean. Um, how did you and Freddie Mac link up? Uh, we I met him through Taylor, through our boy Taylor. Right, we go get we go get the we go get the Taylor that in a minute. ass nigga. We go get the Taylor in a minute. Taylor, yeah. he he didn't think I he didn't think I was gonna say it, but I remembered the what the gooch what ass nigga Gucci Gooch. Oh the Gucci. Oh the Gooch. You, you remember the episode y'all oh, yeah, did? Yo, yo, shout out to Taylor. He likes to <laughs> Taylor. <laughs> Taylor likes to get his ass ate. That's the Gucci monster right there, boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Taylor, Taylor made that boy. He likes to get his ass licked. Shout out to Taylor May, man. He That's like, my dog. He likes to get his ass licked. But we we go get back to Taylor. But we talking about <laughs> Freddie Mac, the fat ass nigga right now. How did you so Taylor May introduce you to Freddie Mac? hmm Did you know of did you know of him before he introduced you? Um when Taylor told me that he did music, I tapped into his music. Mm-hmm. But when I first met him, which was at the studio that we used to record at out here in town, mm. I didn't know he did music. Okay. So you just met him like because yeah, you nigga was a, around. I had a session at the studio, mm-hmm. and the person who was recording me, uh, shout out to DJ Twelves. DJ um, Twelve, come on the show. Yeah, he can. He can come on the show too. He good people. Um, Fred was actually cool with him. He recorded with him too. So, uh, I had a session with Taylor, and Taylor actually hit Fred up. And Fred was like, ask if it's cool if I can slide. You know, I just want to, you know, chill, hang out and smoke. I'm like, yeah, it's cool. That's what Fred said? Yeah, that's what Fred said. And I was like, yeah, it's cool. I, I ain't even tripping. Go ahead. If he's if he's, if you say he's cool people, mm-hmm. I ain't tripping. So then Fred came down and uh, like Fred that, actually heard one of my songs. Niggas be in the restaurant. Oh, can I come to the restaurant and eat? <laughs> that's what that's, yeah, that's uh, Freddie Mac. Yeah. Fred actually heard one of my songs uh, before I met him. And when I I met, he was like, "Nigga, that song Taylor played me the other day. That shit was banging." Mm-hmm. And it was keeping one. He was like, "I don't even like singing niggas like that, but your shit slap." Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Okay, I was like, I could I could rock with this dude for a minute." So then, ever since then, we've been tight. So, what made you get him on that specific song, or was y'all niggas just in the studio and then the song came up and the nigga was like, "Yo," um, so. On the song that he's on, I had that unfinished for a minute. And then when I started listening to his music, I just hit him up one day and I was like, yo, let me play you this thing that I got. I need a feature on it. 
and I feel like you would be a perfect fit. Um, so take a listen to it. Let me know what you feel. And let's let's do something. And then so he listened to it and he was like, nigga, say less. He said, I'll get something for you by the end of the week. I'm like, all right, cool. And then we went to the studio like maybe a week or two after he wrote it. And then um, he was like, you want me to send it to you? I'm like, no, 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 no. I want to hear it for the first time when we're in the booth. He's like, are you sure? I'm like, yeah, because I'm not changing anything in my verse. I, I just want to hear it naturally. I want you to get my like pure reaction when I hear it. And then we went to the studio. He laid his verse down. And man, he went, he was like halfway through his verse. I had to stop the session and I was like, I didn't know you was going to come hard like this. Pause. I was like, I was like, bro, this is, we might have something on this what one. What album is that on? My my third one is called Bar None. Bar None? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's called uh, True to Self. True to Self. All right, so we got to get into, since we're talking about the song, we go play it. This is world famous Antonius featuring. That got a nice sound to it, don't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the world famous. It got a nice sound, nigga, because I said the world famous. World famous Antonius featuring Beer Belly, Freddie Mac. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This is called. True to self. True to self. True to self. You're hearing it first. I mean, you're not hearing it first, but y'all niggas in London, y'all hearing it first on Everyday Celebrity Podcast. Here we go. Salute. Can I smoke okay. here or not? Yeah, yeah. Uh, bossed up, never catch a cold with my meek on. Mixed baby, my skin complexion look two tone. Never bust down, but give you chills with no ice on. Never paid my mind to irrelevance cause I'm too wrong. Pull up with the stick, let it hit, let my record spin. Boy, with the sound that made my own, cause I got sick of it. Too many people saying that they bout it, but they counterfeit. Watch a truth bleed out from your body like your wrist was snap. Don't condone the violence lyrically and catching bodies. Real blood up in my circle, tighter than Illuminati's. My flow is so contagious, catch a cold if you around me. I'm a runaway train, once I'm going, you can't stop me. Took too many L's, I can't lie, so I bounce back. Light skin singing to the flow with the dad hat. Say I sound like easy with the G when I do rap. Lights on, the lights off, I'm still here, make it clap, clap. Music crap is ages versus fill up the pages. Got the four on black on black, but the top is stainless. Everybody shook like crap. She went to leave, let them chainless. Got the haters watching close like I just hired surveillance. Went and dropped a couple albums, now they know what my name is. Always keep a fresh fade, I stay dressed like I'm famous. Slowly dodging every bullet, feel like I'm in the matrix. Out to get it every day, cause I'm just striving for greatness. Gang! Stay true to yourself, no lie. I'ma do me until the day I die. Stay back, watch close, I've been shining. Everything legit, I've been big time. Stay true to yourself, no lying. I'ma do me 
until the day I die, yeah Stay woke, watch close, I've been shining Everything legit, I've been big time It's me again, it's Mr. Oliver I am done giving the game, I'm just here to acknowledge it And when you broke, you couldn't get a bitch to bother you Oh, you got it like Twitter, she'll follow you Hug you real tight, real tight like a Hollister Nobody gave me the game, I analyzed it Money, drugs, and deals, fantasize and leave me alone, you out of luck with it I mean your bitch iPhone, some shit you stuck with Still spitting that shit that the world gon' fuck with You hang around them broke niggas, love to tuck shit And he ain't worried about the money, he just fuck shit I'm lost, give me 25 so I can make sense I always picture myself behind a great bit Riding smoky, get high behind black tents It don't hurt, it's called consideration I do the dirt, you do the dishes and make reservations I'm not saying I'm the best, I'm just elevating And you old rappers is old, y'all disintegrating I fuck with real respectable men who been locked in the can Since the fizzle dance, I don't understand how I can kill a man Cool breeze in the room, still a fan And my flow is out of space, I got the Mars bars Spin fire to the track, Charizard, nigga Stay true to yourself, no lie I'ma do me until the day I die, Stay woke, watch close, I've been shining Everything legit, I've been big time. Stay true to yourself, no lying. I'ma do me until the day I die. Stay woke, watch close, I've been shining. Everything legit, I've been big time. Yo, that was Antonius featuring Freddie Mac. You know what I'm saying? Now that we, we uh, we're going to get into our first sponsor, or our only sponsor. This episode, season finale, is brought to you by We the People Social Group. You know what I'm saying? We the People Social Group is a organization ran by the one and only Chris, aka Bird. Shout out We the People, man. You yeah, got some out dope we, stuff on that yeah, store. Make sure yeah. you go make sure y'all go in there and, and tap in with it. All right, Antonio, shut up, nigga. Let me can I can I read the the shit? Hey man. <laughs> I'm just supporting my people, brother. All right, word. And uh, all right, so We the People is a uh, We the People social group. Uh you can find them at WTPSG.com, Instagram underscore four plus five underscore. And they are well, not it's not they, it's ran by one individual who's light skin. I mean, he is light skin, scrawny as fuck. You know what I'm saying? He is my executive assistant for Everyday Celebrity Media Company, but he has I I allow him to have his own his own little branch off. You know what I'm saying? As you should, as I should. Um, should yeah, we the, the people. Skins. <laughs> yeah, um, it's clothing he has it like the dopest shirts you know what i'm saying dopest hats sweats nigga has socks all organic all organic materials you know what i'm saying and it's and it's oakland based so and it's black owned so it's all you niggas black owned, yep. all you niggas up here on instagram and black twitter like uh, yeah, let's buy black nigga you know support we the people it's black. And he, got a, he got a Kobe tribute shirt on there too. You do? Yeah, he do. 
I don't fuck with Kobe. I whoa, mean, whoa, no, no, whoa, wait, whoa. Wait a minute. Wait, rest in peace. We might have to cut this podcast short. Rest in peace, Kobe. I like literally got teary-eyed when he died. But growing up, I'm not going to be fake. I hated Kobe. I'm not gonna be. I'm not even gonna hold. But that should tell you right there. If you if you teared up when he died, you didn't. I teared really up because I respect the nigga. But when I was growing up, him. I hated that. Hate, I hate is him. such a strong word. You brother. know why I hated Kobe? Why? Because he was good. No, not because he, he was, was good, raw as he, fuck. He he, stole, he was one, he was one step lower than Jordan. Can I say why? <laughs> <laughs> I hated him because he stole everything from my father, and didn't pay him respect. What did he steal? He stole the way Jordan. Oh, wa- I, I can't wait to hear. He this. stole the way Jordan walks. I'm gonna lean back for this. He one. stole the way Jordan talks. The way he chews his gum. Mm-hmm. Nigga stole the way he wears his jersey. He mm-hmm. stole the way he bends down and like like grinds his teeth. Mm-hmm. I'm a basketball fanatic. Man. You, you know are you are you are you insinuating that Michael Jordan, the Michael Jordan, is your father? Oh, you caught that right? Yeah, nigga. Because I'm calling your bluff, nigga. <laughs> I did my ancestry. <laughs> And Michael you, Jordan's brother. You got is way my, too much hair on your head to be related to Michael Jordan. No, but I'm Jordan. going bald. That's why I wear the beanie. That's my trademark. Even if you are growing, I'm going bald. bald right here. So when I get Michael Jordan's days, I'm going to be bald. Trust me. But that's neither here nor there. But I did my ancestry, and Michael Jordan's brother is my second, third. Are you bullshitting or are you for real? I'm, I'm serious. I want to see. I, I want to pull see up the, the ancestry. You pull it up. I'm not gonna do that because I. I'm not even. Me- I, I lost my membership. Yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> lost, lost membership. your membership to forgery. That's yeah, some. Da- we, we, that's we talking about you. We ain't talking about my. That's some dark skin nigga shit right there. <laughs> so light skins uh, would never do that. <laughs> All right. So shout out to that light skin community. Man, this this nigga. <laughs> I need I need to send you a Spike Lee movie because you on a, you on some. Hey, you on Spike some is light skin too. Some, yeah, but he made movies about light, dark, and light skin and dark skin. Right, you we hey, movie? we stand together. You seen that movie, School yeah. Days? School Days? Uh, I think so. Yeah. You think so? Yeah. No, you haven't seen it. If you got to think about it, you haven't seen it. Well, because if I have to think about it, I haven't seen it more than once. Are you black? Yeah. You see these waves in my no, head, nigga? Yeah, I do, but they're like straight waves. I see they, three waves, nigga. They're real. You, you do not. You you want are you but are you, you, you I, I, mean, I know you you're wanna, black but are you, you want to start roasting right now? <laughs> are you mixed? That's what I'm asking. I'm mixed. What do you mix with? A lot. Mexican. Yep. Okay. You're black and Mexican. Not only. Not only. Mm-hmm. But do you know what you mix with? Like yeah, black, Mexican, yeah. and what else? My dad is three things, and my mom is three things. What's your mom? My mom is Hawaiian, Filipino, and Polish. Mm-hmm. And my dad is black, Mexican, and German. Mm-hmm. Thus made Antonius. This is this is like some. I mean, this interview. We and all we, I got in my hair is coconut oil. I feel. I mean, I'm not mad at you. <laughs> <laughs> this interview jumps everywhere, but I'm going to ask you a question. Do you feel? Do you feel? Um, you just said what your mom is, right? And mm-hmm. you just said what your dad is. Mm-hmm. But when, if someone was to ask you, "Are you black?" I mean, what do you consider yourself? You say, uh, do you walk around society saying I'm a black man, or do you say, oh, I'm, I'm this and I'm that? If somebody asks if I'm black, I say, yeah, I'm black. Yeah, but what do you, what do you, what do you, what do you walk around? You know how when you have mixed children? Oh, I don't, I don't. And then you, let's say, I don't mean to cut you off, but no, no, let's say you have a, a a black and white child who's mm-hmm. mixed, mm-hmm. and then when they they walk around saying, oh, 
I'm I'm a black I'm a black man. Even though I'm mixed with white, they just say I'm black. That's what you do. do that's what you say. If somebody asks me if I'm black, mm-hmm. I say yes because I am. Mm-hmm. And then if they ask me to extend it, mm-hmm. well, are you mixed? Yes, I'm mixed. Mm-hmm. Well, what else are you mixed with? Then that's when I do the whole breakdown and tell them everything I'm mixed with. But if someone comes up to me and says, are you black? Yeah, I'm black. Did you grow up with, uh, did you grow up with any animosity or did you get accepted? I mean, um, this, this might, I mean, it's a stupid question, but it's not a stupid question, but mm-hmm. did you grow up feeling like you're not accepted by one side or another side? Not like, at all. Not at all? Not at all. I feel like if I would have been born later, I might feel that way because mm. it might be confusing to people mm. how you can play both sides or multiple sides of the spectrum of the race. Mm. Um, but being in the 90s, a 90s baby, I saw everything. Yeah. Even though the city that I grew up in was mainly Asians and Filipino. Mm-hmm. But I still had my black friends that were at the school that I was at, and I still had my Mexican friends who were at the school that was at the school that I was at, and yeah. my Filipino friends. Um, I feel like now is worse. In what way? In a way, uh, like race wise. Race wise, yeah, like because a bunch of people, like even like now, like I'll go somewhere and then people's first question to me is what are you i mean but niggas like, don't say that to oh, you. like i look like an alien or some shit you know what i mean who's, like, say, who's saying that to you i mean i know niggas ain't saying because niggas don't black people don't a couple a, a couple niggas have because they seen the they seen the waves in my head but you then these goddamn waves nigga. they they see the waves but then they see my complexion and then my eye color okay because i have hazel colored eyes like green eyes They'd be like, what, what the fuck are you mixed? Like, they know I'm mixed. Well, they're not saying it. When niggas ask you that, they're not saying it in a they, way. Yeah, like, they ask because they you're like, curious. Exactly. But exactly. when other people say it, they're like, because yeah. right. niggas don't give a fuck. We accept. Black exactly. people are, black people exactly. are the most accepting. You, if you got waves ever. in your head, you automatically accept it. I mean, in the I, black used to, I used to be the wave god back in high school. I don't believe you for one second. I mean, this is before the dreads came. I don't believe you at Nigga, all. I can pull up pictures. Show me the pictures. Show me right now. I don't got no internet. Before right you now. ask me the next question, I want to see the picture. I don't have any internet right now, but let's let's continue what you were saying. If you ain't got no internet, how you playing my songs? That's besides the point. <laughs> continue, continue what you were saying. Continue your story. Um. But yeah, I was saying. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, I feel like it's worse. Mm-hmm. Um. Like. Even. Cause I got a I got a son. He's two. I got a two year old. Oh, you have a son. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, he right now looks predominantly Hispanic because mm-hmm. my uh, my baby mama is Hispanic. Okay. But he's also mixed with the shit that I am. Yeah, because he's you. Because he's yeah, because he's part of me. Yeah. Um. So when people see him, they get they ask the same question. Well, what does he mix with? Mm. you know what i mean so it's like but like as a kid i never got that question and i don't think my parents ever got that question Mm. i think it was i think just now people are just might be more comfortable asking something like that 
but depending on the person, that could be offensive as hell. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because if I was uptight and like how like how I told you, like, you see the waves in my head, nigga? Like yeah. if a black person were to come up to me and I was uptight, like, bro, you see the waves in my head, of course I'm part black, so what you what you think I am? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, but race is a touchy subject yeah. nowadays. Yeah. But aside from aside from that, like I'm I'm proud to be who I am. I'm proud of the yeah, ethnicity word. that I mix with. I'm proud to be a black man. Proud to be a Mexican man, a Filipino man, a Polish man, a Hawaiian man, all of it. So how old is your son? Two. Two? He just turned two in May. And your baby your BM is Mexican? She's Mexican and Nicoyan. Nicoyan. Mm-hmm. Uh you guys are not together? No. What happened with that? Uh or do you do you feel comfortable talking about this? No, yes. Yeah. It's know. a question. I mean <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We we go get deep in it. No, nah, like um we haven't been together in a minute, um, but when were you guys dating? Were you guys together when the pregnancy happened? No, no, no. You guys um, were just fucking around and shit, right? Okay. Um, and that was really like my only real like I don't want to say I guess true like, but like real relationship because mm-hmm. I met her when I was thirteen. Mm, damn. So we I've known her since high school, freshman year of high school. But you guys were never boyfriend and girlfriend? No, we were at a time. Oh, but okay. when we got to the point where she was pregnant. You guys weren't. We weren't. Okay. But that was the only girl that I knew. Mm. You know what I mean? So, like, if I was going to be. And she knows this. I've told her this before. Like, if I was going to be sleeping around with someone. Mm-hmm. Why would I bust my ass to go get it from somebody else when I was comfortable with her? Yeah. yeah. And I knew it wasn't going to be work to get it mm-hmm. so in a way like so i w- you, you like you you like in-house pussy i maybe i did you don't anymore you like fucking multiple bitches no i don't be fucking multiple bitches that's a christian in you <laughs> it's not even it's not even a religious thing i, forgot, I just I don't you especially now bro like now like you I know a couple niggas who like, yeah, bro. I had to go to the doctor the other day because I was messing with you. You know what I mean? That shit does. That It's like, man, like, and I feel like when it comes to like a sexual, intimate relationship, people really aren't honest with you. Yeah. I mean, I get called out on it all the time. Yeah, you you don't know what the fuck a bitch can be doing, and and bitches don't know what the the fuck niggas be doing. But the same thing with the exact same thing with the dude. But like, I get called out. On it all the time. Oh, I know you got hoes. I really don't. Mm. Like, because I'm not, I don't really put myself out there. Why like do you that. think people say that about you? Because I'm light skinned and I'm well. Here, this nigga go with that fucking light I'm light skinned. I'm well. This whole interview is going to be based on light skin <laughs> versus dark skin. I'm telling Man, you. That's, let me tell you. You got something against dark You us, got something to, do you nah, got something against no, dark skin? Nothing niggas? against dark skin. Right, because yeah. I would think my dad would be considered dark skinned. Your dad is dark skin. Is he to my, me? Is he he is. my complexion. He dark and he not as dark as your ass, but he's dark. Oh wait, wait, hold on, time out, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, shut up, nigga. I'm chocolate skin. I'm not dark skin, nigga. And dark skin is in. I don't know. Right you now. like. But anyway, what, what, it ain't about me. All right, so your baby, your BM. Mm-hmm. All right, so y'all, y'all, she all, the pregnancy she don't like happened. being called my BM. She like be called. She like to be called my mother's child. Okay, 
I mean, my, that's my, a, that's child, a, my child's mother. That's I mean, I respect that, but that's a long phrase to say. It is. Your mother's child. My child's mother. Well, I'll say it just in respect for her. Your mother's child, right? My child's mother. Your your child's mother. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the preg- uh, so you guys are messing around mm-hmm. or dating or whatever. Mm-hmm. She got pregnant. Mm-hmm. What was your first reaction? Was it like, yo, fuck it, let's do it? Or was it like, mm, I don't know? I didn't want it. You didn't want it? Mm-mm. She was like, she had to talk you into it or what? She didn't have to talk me into it because she was like, I'm not getting an abortion. Okay. And was that because of religious reasons or just because she just. Oh, no, I knew I wasn't ready. I'm talking about her. Her? Um, I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. Mm. But I knew from my end because that was the second time that it happened. Oh, this is the second time she, she got a, pregnant? She had a miscarriage. Okay. And even when the miscarriage happened, when she first told me about that, same thing, we weren't together. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm not ready. Yeah. So, like, even if you want me to pay for the whole thing, I'll find a way to do it mm-hmm. because I know I'm not ready. And then... Fast forward a couple months, like we. I mean, my nigga. I mean, I'm, I don't mean to cut you off. So I'm, I'm assuming you were having unprotected sex. Obviously, you were. Duh. So, <laughs> my nigga, if you weren't ready, why the fuck were you keep? Why would you keep doing? Because, like I said, well, first of all, I was young. Your, you said your girl, your 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 child's mother was Spanish, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, the Spanish women are frugal as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Fertile. Yeah, what I say? You said frugal. Fruit, uh, fertile. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> Yo, ch- uh, shout out to Sirac. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and Diddy. I know, I know that. But like I said, I was young. Mm-hmm. When we had the miscarriage, I was probably about like 22. Mm. I'm 26 now. Okay. So, like when I got the news the first time, I was like, "Yo, like I'm." I'm barely getting my feet wet. Like, I don't... Yeah. I'm not ready for this. Yeah. And so, um, it was crazy because when she told me that she was pregnant, we had taken a trip down to SoCal with one of my one of my best friends and his girl. And um, she was like, yeah, like, I knew I was pregnant at that time because I missed my period. Blah, blah, blah. It's kind of personal, but... Like wooty woo, and then, um, she got her period, so she knew that she had miscarried. Mm-hmm. But then, fast forward like a couple weeks later, she still never really got her natural cycle back. Mm-hmm. So she was actually carrying twins. Damn. And one of them miscarried, but she still had the other one. And so when she's telling me this. I'm like, so what's going on? And she's like, well, I had to schedule a doctor's appointment, blah, blah, blah. And like, you know, I had to go get tested for it. And I'm like, okay, so like, what's the verdict? And she was like, I'm pregnant. And I was like, you're, st- crazy. you're still pregnant? 
And she was like, yeah, like the doctor said there was two embryos, but now there's only one. Mm. And she's like, but I'm 14 weeks pregnant. Mm-hmm. And then nigga, I fucking hung up the phone. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, I don't know anything about kids, but 14 weeks, is that too late to have an abortion? Uh, no, I think you have, um, it was like a week short, something like that. I don't remember, but she was still in the period to get one. Mm. But I was like, look, like, we're not together. You're pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I'm not ready. Mm-hmm. I still live with my parents. We live in an apartment. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm not financially stable. So, like, I don't want this child. Yeah. And I never thought that there would be a day that I would say that, but like I was just being completely honest with her. Like, I know I'm not ready. Mm-hmm. So for me to take on this responsibility, what justice is that doing to this kid that we're about to bring into this world that I can't give a hundred percent to mm-hmm. when I can barely give a hundred percent to myself? You know what I'm saying? So after you saying all that, she was just she was still like she no, thought about it, but she was like, I can't do it. And I was like, okay. I was like, well, if you can't do it, then, then we're gonna do it. Yeah. I, I like, I wasn't gonna force her to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, we ended up telling my parents, and that was what I was really dreading the most was telling my parents, mm-hmm. because like I knew better, mm-hmm. and my parents had me in the same situation. They weren't married. They, you know, were hella younger than we were at the time. Yeah. And so they were raising me to do better than they were. And here I am a little bit older than they were when they had me. And I'm in the same exact situation that they were in. And so like I told my parents, my dad was hella mad. He like walked out the apartment, like went for a walk around the block and came back. And then we had like this deep ass conversation and they weren't mad. And like, they were actually really supportive. And then um, like a month Later, I think, when we actually made it known to the family that we were expecting a kid, yeah, she ended up having a second miscarriage. Damn. So, like, at the point where I, like, finally accepted the role of being a father, and I was like, I'm going to be a young dad, even though I know I'm not ready, mm-hmm. I'm going to give all that's inside of me to this kid that I'm bringing in to this world mm. and then like overnight bro like well it was gone you know what i mean so the so the child that the son as you have now is not the not the twins you're talking about in this no. story Mm-mm. so the child that you have now came after mm-hmm. was it with the same same girl yeah you know, same girl yeah okay same girl, same were you, situation. Were, were you like scared when uh, when she I said told the same exact thing? Again? I said the same exact thing I said during the first one. I don't want it. Mm. That's crazy. And it was probably out of fear because I hate I hate failure. Yeah. I don't. I think as a man, like nothing hurts a man more than failing. Mm-hmm. I'd rather have somebody be upset with me hate me even maybe disappointed in me mm-hmm. but to have someone say that i failed them mm-hmm. dog like that's 
Yeah. That's like, you know what I mean? That's like a paper cut and then squeezing lemon juice over it. Like that hurts, mm-hmm. you know? Um, But you know, I mean, a devil's advocate, you know, you have to, um, I, I'm sure, you know, you have to fail. You're going to fail in life. Oh yeah. 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 You're going to fail. That's, that's the human. That's you're, a human yeah. in us. We're going to fail. You're going to fail. You have to fail to succeed. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Word. You're going to fail multiple times. You're going to fall on your ass. Word. You're going to go through hard times. You got to go through that to fucking, you know what I'm saying, to make mm-hmm. it to the top. You mm-hmm. know? But, exactly. Um, But yeah, like I said the same exact thing. I wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. I still wasn't financially stable. Still was living with my parents, even though we were in a house this time. Mm-hmm. And we had an extra bedroom to make a room for this child but and we weren't together same exact thing Mm -hmm. and then she thought about it couldn't do it and i was like okay and then we had to have that second conversation with my parents yeah like i know we were here three years ago but here we are now and there's no going back but I mean, well, now that you have it, I mean, I'm I'm assuming you're like, oh man, I wouldn't. I love my son. I wouldn't than, change more than anything in the world. I wouldn't change anything. Of course, about it. I love my son like more, like more than life itself. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't cry when uh, he was first born. You got to slam the door. I didn't cry when like he was first born. But, like, there was a couple nights where, like, just looking at him, Mm. like, while he's sleeping, like, I'm just, you know, blown away by, like, the creation of life itself. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, it's like, I love my son. Has fatherhood changed you? Oh, 100,000%. Made you more, like, responsible and shit? 100,000%. 100,000%. Yeah, I can't say that. I don't... I don't even like his. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm just living vicariously through these answers. You know what I'm saying? But I, I feel that. I mean, I think fatherhood. You good on that? I think fatherhood would change. You know what I'm saying would change any man. Obviously, it changes the light skins. I don't know about the dark skins. Yeah, just make it go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's. let's I just play. Let, yeah, all right. Let's get off of this. Taylor made mm-hmm. that gooch ass nigga. Yeah, how did you you have a song with him? How did how did how did you and Taylor made? Like, I got a couple songs with him. You have a, I only heard one song with him. I got well, two. You only, you only have one song out with him. I got two. You have two. Mm-hmm. Chris, shut the fuck <laughs> up, nigga. Hey, you know what? I'm gonna stop I'm because gonna, because note, I'm gonna stop telling this nigga to record. <laughs> Because I'm this is this is, a, this is the thirtieth episode, it might have to be the longest episode. Just yeah, because of that, have. I mean, you don't got nowhere to go, right? I ain't got nowhere to go. All right, nigga. Well, let's go. We in it. Explain this Taylor Made song. How, well, first of all, how did you and Taylor Made link up? Um, and when I say Taylor Made, for all the people who are listening in Dubai, Australia, Taylor Made is a nigga, but he's a white boy. <laughs> He's like Chad Hanks. You know Tom Hanks' son? A white boy who like speaks hey, in a black shout accent. Shout out to Chad. Hey, that boy is real. Chad Hanks is basically tailor-made. And I know that nigga's going to listen to this. 
but I don't give a fuck. That nigga know he white. <laughs> but uh, explain how you and Taylor May linked up. Man, we we met at work. We used to work at Tesla together. Taylor, mm-hmm. yeah, man, that nigga had like a million jobs. Then they got an anger problem. That's why he always gets fired. <laughs> but one thing I will say about Taylor is he is not shy to speak his mind. Mm-hmm. But that's one of the things I love about him. He yeah. real all the time. Mm-hmm. That's all that you'll get from him is realness. And that's the kind of people that you need so to So how did you how did you how did you realize that that nigga can rap? When was the first like oh, this nigga um, can rap? What? I think I like was sending him some of this like sample shit that I was doing. Mm-hmm. Like when I first started getting into music. And then I think it just blossomed from there. Like he was like, Oh yeah, I do this too. Like, check me out. This is me on this with my boy Wolty Woo. And then we just connected. But like I like to say that music is my love language. Yeah. And it's a language that will connect you to multiple people in your life. But what I am thankful for for with with T is we establish a relationship personally before the music mm. so music came after and you guys performed together right on a mm-hmm. live stage where i had him at? i had him at my release my first ever release party where and uh at this uh hookah lounge in daily city did called fog city did he fuck up the performance no he no. didn't i actually did was that nigga trying to dance and shit uh no he wasn't okay good he wasn't because that nigga does not know how to dance <laughs> <laughs> All right, so introduce uh, introduce this song. It's called "Convince Me." That's actually not the first song. Well, this is the song I'm about to play. Nigga. Introduce this song. Convince uh, me. Tell me. Tell me. You know, I like I like the first one that we did. And fun we'll, fun we'll fact, play that. we'll play that. Later. Fun fact: that song that I'm talking about is probably my most favorite song that I've done with Taylor. Mm-hmm. Oh shit. Well, I'm not going to say that because that nigga will be too big at it. <laughs> okay, about speaking me. about Convince Me. Yes. Um, This is a song that I wrote um, just about being an underdog as an upcoming artist, a new indie artist, and being underrated. And so, like, I had a couple people tell me that I couldn't do this music, this music scene because I'm so brand new. But... I knew when I started doing music that it wasn't coincidence. And so this song convinced me is basically saying that if you can convince me that I wasn't made for this music thing, then I'll stop doing music. But nobody has. Mm. And so that's where the energy from this song comes from. I like I like that. Well, this is Antonius, the great Antonius. Let's get it. Featuring Taylor Made, that boy. This is Convince Me. Everyday Celebrity Podcast. AKA Everyday Celebrity Radio. I might sign a nigga after this. You know what I'm saying? You might have to. I might, I might sign a nigga. I ain't hating on you at company. all. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Convince me.
Graduation day, yeah, I'm flipping my tassel. Money situation, only talking about cash flows. Touchdown in paradise, got sand in my sandals. Making green with my team, looking over these dumb hoes. Needle in a haystack, man, niggas double take. Living up my best life, man, and I can't complain. Birthday behavior, every day I be getting cake. No days off, can't afford to be taking breaks. All about the bag, and you know that it's supersized. Always knew this day would come, ain't never been surprised. Dedicated to the game, put my blood on that dotted line. I'm as real as it come, what you guess what I advertise, yeah. Building clutter for my name, so put a check on it. Paying all of my dues, put some respect on it. I eat up every track till there's nothing left on it. Get my stamp of approval, I leave my mark on it. Ooh, people coming out to get me. That's a lot of talking, I don't let it phase me. Been ignoring all the hate since the beginning. Said I couldn't do it, nobody convinced me. Ooh, nah, I know they out to get me. Trying to tell me that I'm average just to tip me. Been ignoring all the hate since the beginning. Said I couldn't do it, nobody convinced me. <laughs> I'm not a friendly nigga. I don't do the jealousy, I don't envy niggas I'm a boss, don't come unless I sit for niggas Say what I said and I don't care if you offended, nigga Oh, my P.O. out to get me If I violate, she gon' have to come and get me Oh, why they keep trying to tempt me? They know I'm gon' slide with that gas till it's empty Don't care if I pull up in Hondas or Bentleys One thing they don't change is they gotta respect me Hate me or love me, they gotta accept me They put their faith in me, nobody accept me Everybody expecting to be some You wasn't shooting in the gym when the heat was on You put money over loyalty to each his own Can't convince me otherwise, dog, you think you're wrong Ooh, people coming out to get me That's a lot of talking, I don't let it phase me Been ignoring all the hate since the beginning Said I couldn't do it, nobody convinced me Ooh, nah, I know they out to get me Trying to tell me that I'm average just to tip me Been ignoring all the hate since the beginning Said I couldn't do it, nobody convinced me You, 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 all right. What well, I was convinced me. That shit was One of hot. the hardest songs that I got for sure. So, what was this first song that you did with Taylor May that you were talking about? That was your best song ever, you say? Uh, you know what's funny? I want to say before the first song I'm talking about was finished. Um, is it out in the world where people can like download and shit? It should be. But before. Is it on iTunes? All my stuff is on iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify, whatever you listen to. Um, But before the first song I'm talking about was finished, I feel like the second song that you just played, Convince Me, was done beforehand. Mm -hmm. And I wanted Taylor on this song because I knew it was different from what he was used to doing Mm -hmm. because it's more like an R&B feel. And I was like, look, like, if you could just tap into that light skin feature that you got, like just, oh just, God. just tap, just tap, tap, tap into it. I was like, this all, song that nigga doesn't have to dig deep into that. This shit. song could be it. And so he wasn't with it at first, but I kept pushing him. I was like, bro, like I know you could give me something. And then finally he got it, and I was like, that's it. <laughs> and now and be, because i know what he's used to recording mm. this song does not sound like him at all and mm. i'm all about like 
like how Drake say flourishing my niggas had a higher purpose. Like mm-hmm. I'm all about expanding my people's ranges in music. Yeah. Just don't stick to one thing, branch out and do something else. Mm-hmm. You know, make yourself universal, expandable or expendable. Mm-hmm. Um, and I felt like that was one of those songs that was going to do it. So where do you, where do you see yourself? Or what do you want your career to be in the next? You know, should, we, should we say five years? Is that long enough? Let's that's say, too long. That's too long. Well, too long. Okay. Well, let's say five years then. Five years. Five I, years. What do you What do you want your career to be in five years? Do you want to be known worldwide? Do you want to do music a hundred percent? Yes. I mean, I'm. I, you say you have a you have another job, right? You 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 do music, but you have another. You work. I have also. a nine to five. Right. You have a nine to five. So in five years, you want to be able to like not be doing that nine to five. I want that less than five years. Okay. So in five okay, years, well, let's, yeah. Let's in talk about five, five years, years. I expect to have been known around the world. Mm-hmm. Have a couple of artists signed under me. Signed to you. Signed to me. So you want a record label? Mm-hmm. Okay. And. I want to be universal. All right. Well, under five years. So in five years, I want to be like at a Drake level. Have you started to where you hear Drake, the word Drake, the name Drake? Yeah. And it's not someone like who? Antonis is gonna get there. Have you started the process of your regular label? Yep. What would your regular? I had. Multiple logos made. Mm. I went through a dozen name changes. Yeah. And, you know. I'm going to give you some. I know who, if I had, like, if someone came at me and was like, we want to sign you, and if you want to do a own label under you, who would you sign? I, I know who I would bring with me. If you were to, I mean, I don't know shit about the music business, but. Let's say you have a record label. Why mm-hmm. don't you? Why don't? Why don't your first signing be yourself? It would why don't, be. Why don't you sign yourself to your own record label? It would be. Okay, so you already got this in mind. Yeah, it would be. If I started my own label, if that's what I wanted to do first, mm-hmm. I would be the first one. But I want to get myself signed first, mm-hmm. and then establish a label. I can't establish others if I don't have myself established first. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah, I understand what you're saying. So you, I can't, I can't guarantee somebody a million dollars if I haven't made a million dollars. Well, I mean, I mean, I started my own uh, media company, but my my company is I can sign, I can sign anyone I fucking want. Like I can produce. The whole point of my media company is to produce podcasts and produce YouTube TV shows. Mm-hmm. But I can sign artists as well. Mm-hmm. But the whole point is, it's not about s- s- signing someone when you're fucking big and established. Mm-hmm. It's about talking to someone and be like, yo, I believe in you. I'm willing to fucking put my money in you. Mm-hmm. And even though I don't have millions of dollars, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We're going to go on this ride together. Facts. 
and fucking we're gonna the most thing the most thing the most beautiful thing about like when someone succeeds whether it's in entertainment sports or whatever is succeeding with the niggas that were with you when you didn't have shit a hundred percent i can talk to a nigga be like yo you nice as fuck rapping and shit right Mm mm-hmm Nobody else cares. No one else is coming at you like this. But I'm willing to put my own fucking money into you and like, yo, I want to sign you. And then boom, next thing you know, this nigga blows up. Mm-hmm. And that's the dopest thing when you start from the bottom and you grow and you build right. with a nigga. Started from the bottom. Never so, did. you know what I'm saying? So, you shouldn't have the mindset like, oh, I need, I need this to sign someone. You should come at niggas like, yo, I want to start a record label. I don't have shit, but that's not the point. Right. I want you to sign with me. We're going to build this company together, mm-hmm. and you can have stake in it. Imagine Amazon, right? Imagine mm-hmm. Amazon. Mm-hmm. Amazon is the Amazon and Apple are like the two most fucking wealthiest companies in the world. Right. And Amazon started with a white boy in a garage, right? So did Apple. Exactly. So imagine if... Imagine all them niggas that that Jeff Bezos said, yo, I'm starting this company. Imagine all the people who turned him down like, nigga, you crazy. Right. I'm not fucking with you. Mm -hmm. Now, imagine if you said, imagine if you were that one person be like, yo, Jeff Bezos, I fuck with you. You my friend. We go to the park. We chill. I don't think they called him nigga, though. But yeah, I'm, yeah, I know that. (laughs) But imagine if people said like, yo, Jeff Bezos, you my boy. Mm -hmm. I fuck with you. Let's go on this ride together. Now this dude is worth like he's the he's rich, Jeff Bezos he's the richest is the, man on earth. Yeah, he's the first person to become on the verge of becoming the first trillionaire, mm-hmm. not billionaire, trillionaire. And, and like a matter and of imagine days, if right? you and imagine if you went on that ride with him. Mm-hmm. So it's not about what you have right now. It's about selling a dream and giving people like yo, we. We're we're this right now. We don't have shit right now, mm-hmm. but we can become this. And motherfuckers would be like, "Yo, you know what? You want to know? I what? fuck I fuck with you, and you know, I feel what you're saying, and I'm gonna I I'm gonna I'm gonna come on this ride with you. You know who? Because you believe in me. You know who the people in my life in my career who I know who they are without me having to question it mm-hmm. are the people that told me that before I told them that mm-hmm. the people who told me that I was going to be somebody and my name was going to be big and that they had faith in me before I told them if you rock with me, my name's going to be big someday and we're going to have this recognition and all that. Mm. I know who those people are in my life. Yeah. Those are, like I just said, those are the ones who took the words out of my mouth before I had to even say it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's how I know, okay, when this shit blows up, you don't even have to question mm-hmm. anything about Money, how you gonna live, where you gonna stay at, whatever. Mm-hmm. I know who those people are. Where? 
And that's good because I'm just meeting you now and I feel the fucking passion in you. Mm-hmm. And I believe you're going to blow up. I mean, I wouldn't be interviewing you if I didn't believe. Because everyone I interview, I interview people because they're not known. Mm-hmm. But I think they should be known. Mm-hmm. That's the whole point of Everyday Celebrity Podcast. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And when, believe it or not, Taylor put me on to you. And then I researched you. You know what I'm saying? And then I listened to your music. And I was like, yo, I mean, yeah, this dude. I like his fucking music. And I think the the masses should know about you. And me talking to you right now proves the point that I was right. You know what I'm saying? Because you have fucking drive. You have a good head on your shoulders. And I'm I'm no I'm nobody, you know what I'm saying? I'm nobody. I'm right. I'm just I'm just a regular nigga that's mm-hmm. who started a company mm-hmm. who didn't know shit about business, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Right. But believed it who invested in himself. And that's what people should do. Invest in yourself, spend money on yourself, and take that fucking chance. Respect. And what I get what? that I get that vibe from you. And I'm see what I'm saying. And I think that you are gonna blow up. Your music is obviously dope. You just need that that one fucking You just need that one fucking push, that one feature, and hopefully That's what I've been saying for months. Was yeah. I just I'm at the point now, I just need that one person to hear my music, and who knows where the fuck and it will come it. from. I mean, I'm I'm and I'm I known. Do, remember, this, I was talking earlier about that podcast that I did mm-hmm. off this off the stoop. Yeah, uh, my boy who posted a snippet of that interview, we were talking about Drake and our favorite Drake albums, mm-hmm. and he he took that snippet. And he posted it as like a little like teaser, I guess. Mm. Drake liked that fucking post. Oh, shit. There it is. And my cousin texted me and he was like, he screenshotted it. And he was like, bruh, Drake liked it. And I was like, that's all that fucking I was like, man, that's probably some kind of like fan page or whatever. But the thing says champagne poppy. <laughs> And there's only one champagne poppy. There is only one champagne poppy. And so, bruh, like, I went back to the post and I clicked on the likes and scrolled through that motherfucker to see who liked it. And sure enough, the champagne poppy was in that list. So, bruh, I saw that. I went back to every post that I had on my profile that was music related and I went and tagged this nigga in everything. Yo. I was like, I'm gonna be sure I'm on this dude's radar because if he liked the post of of me talking yeah, about right. his and, album and Drake likes Bay Area rap, right? He likes the culture. That's for sure. He likes the culture. So I was like, I know I'm on the radar. I know I am. But damn, you know what I'm saying. Shout out to Champagne Poppy. You know Shout out to Champagne Poppy. Drake, if you are listening, tuning in, holler at your boy, please. I mean, I don't think he's listening to this. He might. If, if he is, I he mean, might. This, if he saw the clip from the other one, I, all you got to do now is, is everyday. Just, cele- everyday celebrity is we we interview like normal niggas. Hey, we, we're not all you got to like do now is just tag me in your posts and use yeah, the I'm same hashtags you. my boy did. Well, Drake, if you're listening, and it might work. 
know what I'm saying? I'm and com- when you do a snippet for when you before you release this episode, make sure you use this part of the conversation that we talk yeah, about we're right to, now. <laughs> yeah, we we we're trying to get on that plane, Drake. Yeah, I want to have my own airline. Exactly. You know, in the future. But yeah, but most- going back to where you said about um, how Taylor put you on, what? This is me asking you a question, even though I know this is your show. Um, what made you want to get me on the podcast? Just because, right, so like, uh, you just felt like this, like a vibe. Normally, like, normally, niggas don't ask me questions on my shit. Well, I'm I the first, it. and I'll always be the first. I mean, you're not the first, but you're gonna be the first one that I answer. So uh, technically, I'm the first. Then. <laughs> no, Taylor. When I interviewed him, when I interviewed him on real, real shit, when I interviewed mm-hmm. him, he was like, and he shouted I, me out. Uh, I think he shouted you out at the end. I'm telling you, he did because oh, I listened did? to okay. it. Yeah, so so he shouted you out, right? <laughs> and then fucking, um, I was like, all right. And then he kept telling me, yo, you need an interview. You need an interview this nigga. He's he's like, what the shit? He wants to. This is when I was like, literally first starting. I was like, I was like, okay. And then fucking, he sent me your Instagram. And then I was like, okay, I'm I'm, I'm looking at your Instagram. Then I started looking. I listened to your music, and I was like, okay, fuck it. But so this was a long time ago. I already I already had that in my mind to interview mm-hmm. you, but mm-hmm. I was just waiting for the right time. So I had to he he told Taylor was the second episode that I ever did. Mm-hmm. So let's just get off that let's just get that secluded. So he was the first he was the second interview I ever did and he told me about you. So we're on episode 30. So I wanted to I wanted to bring you in. Mhm at the right time you know what i'm saying because right right my whole thing is this whole podcast is about interviewing like regular niggas like exactly niggas that work at the post office or niggas mm-hmm. that work at fucking who is security guards in front of clubs right regular niggas i'm not into i'm not into in the interviewing like celebrities and like mm-hmm. that's why it's called everyday celebrities like right interviewing regular motherfuckers mm-hmm. and digging deep in their life mm-hmm. so you were like a little bit too famous for me to interview Right off the jump, you know what I'm saying? How was I too famous, nigga? Because you already had a following, <laughs> and you already had music out there, right? So I had to like bring you. That's why you're on the fucking season finale. Okay, okay, I so, respect that. I respect. You know that. what I'm saying? So I had to like, I had to bring you in at the right time. Mm-hmm. I couldn't like say, oh, mm-hmm. this is everyday celebrity podcast. We interview normal niggas who are just randomly walking around the street but oh i have this nigga who has like ten thousand followers on instagram who fucking has six albums on itunes and shit so i had to like so that's that's why i had to bring you in at the right, I respect at the right that. time hey you know i appreciate you what was the first song that you heard where you were like okay this i might have to get him I mean that I that song with uh when you and Taylor that that uh convinced me shit. Mm-hmm. I heard that and then I didn't really listen to your shit like religiously. Mm-hmm. I listened to a couple of songs. I, I listened to one song about I don't know the I forget the name of it, but you were talking about fucking um you were talking about like uh shit that's going on in the world or something. Oh, no tomorrow? I think that was it. And then Today I just like brushed my mind and then I fucking like listened to all of your fucking like when I was at like today I was like listening to every fucking album and then that fucking summer season too. 
That's what I really felt. Today was the first time you heard automatic? Yeah, today was the first time. I, and that shit was on replay. Don't kill me, but yeah, today was the first time I heard automatic. Nah, hey. <laughs> Anytime something of mine is on repeat, I appreciate See, it. And it was literally on repeat all fucking day. Yeah, real. so I'm assuming that's your favorite? That is my favorite song. That is my favorite song. That, if, if I say so myself, that is a banger. That is a banger, yeah. Shout out to Yankee Bo, so, yeah. who's a feature. Yankee Bo. Come on the show, nigga. He can come on too. I'll, <laughs> I'll give you his info later. But yeah, so yeah, um, most definitely. Yeah, I mean, you are very talented. You know what I'm saying? Um, so this is the point of the episode where I let you promote yourself. If you want to promote anything that you have going on, if you want to tell the people where they can find you, blah blah blah. You, you want to give a shout out to your like, tell them your Instagram, your email, or if you just want. Basically, what you want to tell your fans on how they can keep in touch with you. Or if you have any shows, I know it's COVID-19 and shit. If you have any shows or anything that's coming on, what you're working on. You want to you wanna hear a trippy thing? No, well, not trippy, but pre-COVID, I was supposed to be at SXSW. What's that? South by Southwest? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. So, I got booked. Damn. I got booked to perform at south by southwest and then i didn't know what that was until i hit up one of my one of my people who is like my acting manager mm-hmm. and he was like because i only told him sxsw and he was like nigga like south by southwest and i was like i don't know like is that what it's called and he was like bro like if you get in to that like something's gonna happen oh yeah most definitely and i was like bro like i don't even know what 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 that is and he was like bro like people come up from south by southwest fuck yeah they do and then i was like okay well i'm glad i said yes because like you didn't know about south you didn't know about that uh concert when so what's crazy is um there's this so you know rock nation Mm -hmm. jay-z's label so his cousin rail carter is like the i i guess the ceo not ceo Uh, but time out i gotta piss real quick hold that story nigga well why don't you why don't you play that one of them songs let's play play a song real quick play secrets off of expressions i told you this is gonna be your longest episode yeah that's the first one expressions yeah. What what are we playing on expressions? Secrets. Secrets. With Taylor. It's my favorite song. Taylor made expressions. Antonius. I got some things I wanna say. I got some things I wanna do. To you, you got me going out my way. One thing that I ain't trippin' off oh. is you She says she wanna ride for a nigga Tag me in all her pictures But she floss with a boss And now she do it for the culture She don't wanna start no drama Got no time, keep it PG But she know what time it is Every time she wanna come see me She ain't got no time But she make it for me
Time ain't cheap, but it's free for G. She won't do it for them dollars, but she do it for me. Never drop it to the floor, but she gon' do it for me. Cause I done seen it all. Taking trips, cashing out at the mall. Getting busy out in public, I'm a dog. Make the whip jump, windows full of fall. Throwing up money, flex on. When I ball with you, is you coming through right now? Oh, nah. Yeah, yeah. Got a thing for me, baby. Come and put it on me. Let your actions be the words and let your body tell the story. There's a time and place for everything, but you is what I need. Baby, get into position. Love it when you're on your knees. Yeah, I got a thing for you. Ain't nobody else but me and you. I got some yeah, things I yeah. wanna say. I got some things I wanna do. So you, you got me going out my way. One thing that I ain't tripping off is you, is you. Let me say something to you, girl. Let me break you off. You want your clothes on way too long, girl. You should take them off. I'm gonna take it slow. Yeah, I'm gonna take my time. I'm trying to blow your mind, girl. I'm trying to break your spine. These niggas hating on me. I pay that shit no mind. They ain't gonna take shit from me. Won't get a peace of mind. Don't get no sleep at night, girl. You should slide through. I can get high with you, slide in your ride with you Girl, just play your role, we ain't gon' have no issues I really fuck with you, that don't mean we official How I feel off initial, don't mean that shit won't change Just keep doing what you're doing, girl, keep doing your thing Just keep it real and never play no games And if the law come to your door, don't ever say my name And if they ain't right, tell them maybe they like it every day Keep it a thousand and I never change, baby I got some things I wanna say I got some things I wanna do You got me going on my way One thing that I ain't tripping off Is you You, 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 we back, we back, we back. Yo, that was the, the fabulous worldwide Antonius versus featuring Taylor Made That Boy. These niggas in the bathroom, right? That nigga's taking a piss. This is a real cop podcast. I mean, we take piss breaks, but we still film. You know what I'm saying? Right, you gotta, what up? All right, so this nigga back, you know what I'm saying? I'm back. So, so that was the first. That was the first joint. Was you and Taylor made? That was the first joint that I put out. Ever. No, but with me and him on oh, it. Oh, with you and him. Yeah. Yeah, you. I mean. But you see, what I was talking about about how that that's not really his vibe of music. Yeah. I mean, he he came through and he. I mean, he was a, he, he was, delivered. He's all right. Don't boost that nigga. Up. <laughs> he was all right. <laughs> but this Southwest by Southwest story. Let's mm-hmm. finish that. I think I interrupted you. Yeah. So, um, Rail Carter, who's Jay Z's, I think nephew. Damn. Um, fucking with Jay Z. Right. So he does this thing where he goes from like city to city mm-hmm. to look for new talent. And last year, or this year, he was supposed to come to Oakland. Mm-hmm. And so my friend, who 
works with Rail was like, hey, he's about to come to Oakland for this tour thing. You should submit your music to see if you can come and like audition, quote unquote. Mm. And I'm like, all right, cool. So the and the only way you can show up to this event is if you're invited. So you have to submit something and they have to look at it, review it, and then invite you to come. Mm. So I'm like, all right, cool. So I submit my music and then I get an email from one of their reps talking about, yeah, we want you to come through to Oakland on this stop to perform. Mm. I'm like, all right, cool. So then I know I'm going and then like a couple of weeks before I'm supposed to show up, there was some kind of miscommunication or some disagreement with logistics and they canceled the rest of the, the leg of the tour. Uh-huh. So they were no longer coming to Oakland. But the rep or the person who hit me up to come to the show in Oakland, I kept texting this nigga. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, like, I'm hella, like, depressed that you guys aren't coming to Oakland because I felt like this was my opportunity, my chance to show, like, you know, I really got what it takes to be associated with the record label. And he was like, yo, like, you know, I actually listened to your profile, to your music. If you're down, we got a partnership with SXSW this year. If you want, I could put you in one of those spots. You can still get your shot. Mm. And I was like, in the midst of this, I'm talking to him and to one of my other homies. And I'm like, all right, like, what's that? And he was like you've never heard of SXSW? And I was like... Yeah, how the fuck do you never heard it? I was like, but keep in mind, I just started music. I'm brand new in the music game, so I don't know what the ins and outs are and what's popping and what's not. I just Mm. started doing it. Mm. By the time he was talking to me, I only had two albums and one EP out. That was it. And um, he was like, this is like one of the biggest music events of the year like everybody knows about sxsw i was like, okay well if everybody knows about it then i'm in like that's all you had yeah. to say you know the fact that you're saying xxxw nigga that tells me you don't know about it nigga say south by right. southwest nigga. exactly but when he was telling me he said sxsw mm. so then but then when i related to somebody else they were like you mean south by southwest and i was like i guess like i don't i don't know the letters match up i guess yeah, yeah. And so my buddy who was telling me, he was like, bro, like if you get a spot in this show, like this weekend, you're going to get something. And I'm like, all right, cool. So now I'm like, I'm right. I'm like, you know, I'm riding on fumes now. Like I got, you know, I'm ready to go. Mm. And then COVID hits. Damn. And COVID hit like early March, I think. And I was supposed to be, and that show was at the end of March, but nothing was canceled. Mm. And so I had already submitted my time off from work to be gone for this whole weekend yeah. and part of the week. Cause I was going to be like, yo, like, what, what, is it supposed to happen now? It was supposed to happen in March. In March. Okay. And in Texas, right? In Texas. Yep. Austin, Texas. And so I had everything lined up, approved. I was set. Mm. And then like the week before it was supposed to happen 
they announced that it was canceled. And I was like, I was so heartbroken, bro. Like, you would have been famous. I was like, I, I honestly truly felt like if COVID never happened, and we went, and I, me and my team went out to South by Southwest. Mm -hmm. Things would be a lot different right now. I mean, it's a gift and a curse because. But everything you, happens for a reason. If you wouldn't went out there, nigga, you wouldn't even gave me an interview. You <laughs> <know>. <laughs> hey, but but one of <laughs> the things I like been too big. You know I'm not one of those people who like money makes who I am. Oh yeah, I'm not one of those people. That's good. Even like, if I did get like a million dollar contract tomorrow, like. That doesn't mean I'm going to go out and buy like Balenciagas and I'm going to only wear Gucci shirts and yeah. all that. Like I still be the same person that I am. Yeah. Even a year from now, I still feel like I would still be the same person because I could never for the life of me imagine paying almost a thousand dollars for a freaking t-shirt oh, yeah. and a thousand dollars for the jeans, bro. Like. Well, shout out, shout the jean, out. The jeans I got on now look like they thousand dollar jeans, but they only a hundred. <laughs> like you know what I mean? I and even some bit. people think a hundred is a lot for jeans. Well, shout out to William Hollis. He's a he's a motivational speaker that I always listen to. And this nigga said, "Don't ever chase money. You should always chase." I'm fucked up. You don't so even I, know. I don't, what even, I don't even know. But I do know he said. That that I, do know, <laughs> I do know the nigga said, don't ever chase money. Because when, you ch when you're chasing money, like, it like, fucks you up. Mm -hmm. Don't ever chase money. Right. Always chase, like, your dream or whatever. Mm -hmm. Your dream should not be about money. Or let the like, money chase you. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it's kind of like that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know why I brought that up. I shouldn't never brought that up because I can't even quote the nigga, like, respectively. But William uh, Hollis, shout out to that nigga. Come on the show, my brother. What about uh, what about earlier when you was talking about these females? Oh yeah, the female. Oh, you want to get back into it? Well, I don't want you to leave anything out that you was talking about. Okay. okay. You 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 said the show gets unscripted. It is unscripted. I haven't felt like I've been unscripted I mean, yet. I mean, so I mean, niggas running out of film and shit. But we go get into it. We on hour number two. We uh, let's do it. Fucking. You, you want to take a little segment break to shoot no, out the we film? No, we don't need to do that. I got my shot poured up. You got yours? Yeah. I've been sipping on mine. I like to sip my dark liquor. Wait, wait, wait. That is wait, not time a time. light skin wait, wait, thing. That's a man thing. Antonio, hold on. Time out. <laughs> For everyone who's hearing shit in the background, we go bring, we go to bring these niggas in, in, in the shit. Antonius came with his own camera, man. Got a, <laughs> this nigga got like a $3,000 camera. $50,000 camera. You got a couple numbers to add what's on your, that What's one. your camera's man name? His name is Jordan. You want me to tell you his, 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 his company name? You want me to say shout out to yeah, the company? Let's shout out. Let's, let's it's give still him, Siege, let's, right? Let's give, him some, let's give him yeah. some promotion because I might. Siege Is Inc. he signed to you? He will be. He will be. So will be. if I need some work, I need to go to you to get to him. You technically don't have to, but I'm gonna tell you you have to. Okay. All right, well, nigga, don't tell me with the force that you're. But like me, I like told you, you, but like I told you, all I'm right, all about right. elevating my <laughs> niggas to their higher purpose. So if all it right, helps well, you, I bring, mean, that's that's good. If it you're, helps you're a you boss. Your, you're a boss, but I'm a you, boss. Okay, okay. So if it I helps respect. you get to the stoop that you want to be on, I'm I gonna respect, help you get there. I, I, okay, I respect you. So give me. 
Should you speak for him or should he speak for himself? That's well, since I got the microphone in front of my face, I feel like All right, like so I tell me to. about your cameraman. Let's give him let's give him some clout right now. Well, like I mentioned earlier, we he was working at this vape shop. Okay. That was down the street from my work. What's his name? Jordan. Jordan. Jordan okay, Jordan. My name is Jordan. So let's let's segue off what cuz you might search Jordan and you might search for me, you might search for him. So how can you differentiate the two? Because his social media account is his company name. It's, What's his company it's Siege Inc. Siege Inc. S I E G E I N C. And he does what? He specializes in what? Video. Videos? Like music videos? Period. Just videos, period. Videos, period. Okay. He's done corporation work. He's mm-hmm. done independent work. Mm-hmm. He's done everything. Pretty much if you need something that someone just needs to record. Mm hmm. This is the guy you need to holler at. All right. Well, everyone who's listening around the world, this is Jordan Awandi talking. About. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna we're Jordan. What is Jordan Siege? That's Siege is the company name. Jordan's Siege is the company name. Mm-hmm. His name is Jordan, though. Okay. So if you need any video, and I'm talking about any video. If you want to film a commercial, if He's you done want commercials. If, if you want to film a TV show, a music video. He's done short films. If you want to film a short film, or if you just need a second assistant on a million dollar movie. Anything. Anything. If you just I'll want the boy. pictures taken for your wedding. He does that too. If you need you video taken at the wedding. If you want your Instagram popping. Mm-hmm. If you want someone to physically film your TikToks, mm-hmm. if you want someone to film you just walking down the street, if you just want someone to film you, period, anything that has to do with film, Preach it. capturing you in a positive light, mm-hmm. you need to contact, what's the contact? Siege. Siege. Incorporated. Incorporated. How do you spell Siege? How do they spell that? S-I-E-G-E. Uh, you, you know your basic spelling lessons? I mean, I'm kind of tipsy right now. I'm, ti- spell, I'm tipsy niggas too, spell flower, but, but I still know how spell to spell. flower like three different ways. Wait a minute. Siege. I'm going to let this nigga get on the mic. <laughs> is, it, is it good for him to get on the mic? Siege. No, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Siege Put him on the mic. Put him on the mic. Yo, real quick. It's just Siege.ink on Instagram. Hit me up. Niggas there you go. S-I-E-G-E dot I-N-C. All right, so you heard it first. There you go. There you go. If you, you go ever... To, if you go to my profile on Instagram, you just got to search who I'm following. Yeah, yeah. And it'll be right there. All right, so yeah. All right, so enough of that, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what so... What was you talking about? Are we, we're, are we still on South know. by Southwest? No, nah, you you said you wanted to talk about these hoes. Oh, I didn't say I wanted to talk you about did the hoes. Specifically say you it. said earlier we're gonna get back to these bitches later. Is that not what he said? Hey, well, That's what he all, said. Chris, I got shut the fuck up. I got here. two. I got two people in here to back me up <laughs> on what you said. Chris is not in this. Because, like I said, you said it was gonna get unscripted. I feel like it hasn't really been unscripted yet. So, I mean, you're a public figure. That's why. Not yet. But even if I was, I don't shy away from my honest question. Okay. That's that light skin shit. Some of y'all dark skin niggas got shit to hide. Oh, 
I don't know what it may be, but hey. Here we go. We tell it like it is. Here we go. So let's get it. Let's get it. I know, are you looking at your laptop because you have pre-made questions you want to no, ask nigga, for me? Nigga, but first of all, my shit is unscripted. Oh, you're trying to check for the internet that you said you didn't have No, nigga, have first of all, I was burping. Nigga. I wasn't looking at my laptop. Oh, okay. Yeah, all was, right. Is, you, you want to cheer? Salute? All right, here you go. Is your shot ready? Yeah. Bro, you see, it's the same Chris, length you got. You're the, wait a minute. Time out. Time <laughs> I'm so tired of this nigga. This nigga's my cameraman. He always wants to get in the interview. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Yeah, why are you hating on the light skin brothers, man? This light skin is making you. <laughs> can you take the shot though? Yeah, I can. All right. Uh. All right. Antonius. Mm. Bay Area legend. Not yet, but I like how that sounds. I mean, well, you got to speak it to existence. You're a Bay. Oh, facts. On here, you're a Bay Area legend. Facts. All right, let's do it. You know I'm, I'm the biggest nigga that? in the Bay Area. Uh, For sure. Good. I don't. I don't. I, I like self confidence when I talk to niggas. Mm-hmm. I'm the number one podcast. You gonna get Bay a whole area. lot of it when you speak to I'm me. I'm the number one podcast in the Bay Area. There you go. I'm not though, but you know what I'm saying. You gotta have the energy like you are. Exactly. I feel it. You gotta fake it to you. Every it. time I record a track, I feel like I'm the next biggest thing. Word, word. Or I am the biggest thing. So I feel right. you. So, um, single man. Mm-hmm. And your all the music, all the songs that I've heard that I listen to, you continuously say that you like a bougie Mexican bitch. Why? Why? Why is that? That's my flavor. That's your flavor. Have you ever fucked the black bitch before? Do you hate black women? That's no, 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 no. I mean, I, I already knew it. you don't, but. Have I? No. What? You never had sex with a black woman before? Oh, wait a minute. Time out. I haven't. You never fucked a black bitch before in your whole life. Well, when you say wait, black, wait, wait, when, wait, when wait, do wait, you? Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> wait. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Time out, time. When I say black, nigga, there's only one black. What do you mean? No, but you mean like no, nigga. I say nothing but black, no, or nigga, like no, no. mixed with black, or. Antonius, time out. You're <laughs> you're you're one of those educated rappers. You're like common. I'm common. Common is I'm edu- common I'm educated. Is a, so don't tell me when you say black. No, nigga, black is black. When I say black, you know what the fuck I'm talking about. I know, but so you're me, telling when me you, you say black is black, I consider myself black. But if you were meeting for meeting me for the first time, you may not think I'm black. What the fuck do you think I'm talking about? When I say have that's you That's why I'm asking you. Woman? That's when, why I'm when asking. When I tell you have you fucked a black woman before? What the fuck do you think I'm talking about? 100% black. Do you think I'm talking about a black bitch who's mixed with no, Chinese and I think and, uh, I think you Cambodian mean I think you shit? mean 100% black. And the answer is still okay. no. I have not. <laughs> right, hold on. Let's take a five minute sabbatical. I'm gonna pour me up. Pour me up another one. I'm pouring up a. Pour me up another one. Yeah, this nigga need another one. Uh, we go get into this. We go get into this. Hey, we we killed that whole bottle. We did. That was the whole point. Chris, yeah. shut shut up, nigga. <laughs> 
This, oh my. Hey, there's a liquor store down the street. After this episode, we can go down and get on the bottle. Oh yeah, we 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 definitely we go get, we definitely go get a pop. Yeah. Cameraman, you you good? He came with me. He's a, he, he's for sure good. Hey, he came, all, I gave him the ride. <laughs> I can handle my liquor. Don't let this well, light skin complexion driving? fool you. Chris, give me some. Give, hey. We may be light skin, but brother, let me tell you. There are a bunch of people that can vouch for me. When I have admitted that I have been fucked up, they have been like, I would have never guessed if you never would have told me that you was fucked up. Antonius, Antonius. Chris is the cameraman. See, do do not talk to this nigga. And Jordan is my cameraman. Okay, well, Chris, well, and you got you got Antonius in the building. So I'm gonna talk Chris, about. I'm gonna talk to whoever Chris I see fit. This is my executive assistant. <laughs> okay, so this nigga is filming. He's not supposed to say a goddamn word, and he keeps talking. And I'm about to fire. I keep saying I'm about well, to fire this nigga, but I keep hiring him. He's got permission for me to speak no, 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 as no, freely no, needed. No, no, no. For, what? 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 Permission? What? I don't see any problem with it for him for having no, to reside in his freedom of speech. That's in the amendment rights. Oh my God. Well, he can speak however he wants to speak. As long as I'm in the room, because I don't have a problem with it. You feel me? I'm with my people. What else you got to say? <laughs> <laughs> Jordan, the other Jordan, your shot is kind of low, but there's multiple bottles in my cabinet. Like I said, there's a liquor store right, down well, the street. We uh, go down the street well, and go get another one. But that's after the episode. We're, after, yeah, we're not going to stop the episode and no, then go no, down the never, street and then come back, nigga. Hey, we're probably going on two and a half hours now, but it's okay. Uh, we are, actually. I'm lit. I'm good. We can go on for four hours if you want. No, I'm not, we I'm can not, make this not, the longest podcast ev- episode you've ever had. This is a season finale. Season finale. As, that's pre- why I said and it I ap- should be the longest and episode. And I appreciate you for gracing me and, you and, know what I'm and saying? coming and coming. Hey, and it, I mean, I'm making hit. this a season finale. I'm good. But what the fuck were we, what was we talking about? Black women. But, oh, yeah. When I said, Yo, what do you up. mean by black women? And you try to you act said like you I didn't never know what slept I was talking with a about when before. I exactly know what the fuck I was talking about. You said about. you never slept with a black woman before. You said 100% black. I just said black. But when I asked you what you mean by black, okay. I'm asking 100% black. Okay, so now we got to get genetically. All right, so when I say black, what do you, what do you, what do you, what when do you, when you, when, okay, when, when you ask, when you asking me, have I slept with a black woman? And what do you get from that? What I'm, do you think that I'm, I'm getting from you 100% black, but who's 100% of anything? Even if you think, even what me, do you looking mean? at, what do looking you mean at me, you think one? I'm, you look, looking at I me. I look at you, I know I'm you're dark, 100% fuck, black and a motherfucker, bro. Right? my blood. Way back from. I know you 100% so no one's black. 100% if you anything. told me you was mixed, I'd be like, nigga, no you a no lying, no, big ass nigga no I've ever met in my life. No one 100% anything. So when I say black, I'm just saying black. Bruh, like, if you come you from. You're trying to avoid this guy. If you come question, from Africa, you, you 100% no black. One, no, one comes, no, one, no one comes from Africa. I mean, everyone comes from if Africa. If you do an ancestry report, and you have one race that's over eighty percent. I already told you my. You ancestors. are a hundred percent that I race. I already told you my ancestor. You didn't believe it. I don't. I don't. You don't believe I'm related to Michael Jordan. You're not related that's to Michael good. Jordan. Because yeah. if you did, bro, you'd be having some Trust kind of MJ tribute on this wall. Trust me. 
something. MJ is in my whole. How many Jordans do you have? Sneakers. All of them. You, no, that's a lie. I don't want to bring Chris in this conversation because he's my cameraman. But Chris, don't I have every fucking Jordan there is? Okay, so you got every Jordan I have from every- one to possibly how now, whatever release they have, I have which every- is probably like 30 something. This is this is an episode based on music, but we're going to talk about Jordan. If you want to get into physic- Jordans, you I'm a sneaker head. And you I, physically I own every Jordan my nigga. We can with go, you right now. We can walk outside of my office. Okay, on record. We're in our Jordan? Office. When we get done with this podcast, well, we're on record, right? You gonna record on the camera that you brought with me? A look in his closet. What camera are we recording on? What on? The red, the fifty thousand dollar camera that I brought with me. Okay. We gonna record your closet, so this is and we gonna see. No, it's not <laughs> HD, nigga. It's real D. I'm not. I'm oh, AK is ten K. We can go. To, we can go to my. We can go to my room. That's fine, nigga. I got a whole fucking stack of Jordans. That's fine. From one to now. And from, and I got, and not retros. I'm not talking about retros. I'm talking about originals. Well, retros is, in, is included because retros are no, the originals. No, I'm talking about originals. But retros. Okay, I got retros, but I'm talking about the majority of my Jordans are originals that came out when they originally came out. Okay. So like I 80s, have, 90s, I have, I have, early 2000s? I, no, no. So you, you a young nigga. I'm, I'm an old school nigga. But there are some Jordans that came Jordan, out in the early 2000s. No, I have Jordans when they originally when he, came out in the 80s. So you're talking about strictly when he was I'm, just playing for the Bulls. I'm talking about when he when he was actually Because playing. when he was still playing for the Wizards, those are still considered retros. No, I'm t- no, this is before the Wizards. This is when he was playing for the Bulls in the 80s. That's what I'm saying. I have a Jordan but 2 even, that even when he was playing on the Wizards, those are still considered yes, retros. Yes. No, no. Those are originals. I'm talking about when they originally came out. That's how I know you ain't no sneaker. I'm, head. I'm saying you, ain't you no can't. You can't have a retro if it wasn't original. No, listen to me. Because I'm I know for a fact I have that not everybody who's a sneakerhead has the exact release sneaker have, from the '80s <laughs> and the '90s. I have. Oh, dude, look at your camera, man. Look at it. He, he can dab, he can dab you up. That's fine. I have but a, just know, I gave him a ride here. I can give him a ride home if you don't want to take him home. Hey, that's fine. I'm that's fine. That's cool. I have original That Jordan. is completely nigga, fine I, with me. So when Champagne Poppy hears this podcast and he reached out to uh, me and want to get me a record deal, I'm people like, you have anybody uh, you want to be with? Fine. Nah, bro. It's just me and Chris. That's all I know who I well, was coming Chris up with. Chris ain't that's go, fine. Chris ain't going to go with you. Oh, Chris, you not going to come with me? Chris is with me. Chris going to go. Oh, where, okay, Chris is going to go. Okay. Chris, you gonna go with that nigga when we, Chris, when we, when, Chris, when we, when we, when we start, when, when we, I'm saying, hey, oh wow, I'm wow, saying, Chris, I don't pay you fifty dollars to shoot. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be signing <laughs> Champagne Poppy, but best believe, people who signed to me, I'm Chardonnay Poppy. Well, first of all, how come we all can't come up together? That's fine. What type of nigga is you, That's bro? fine. Hey, I want us to. But when you started right, mentioning the Jordan and the separation. My nigga, shit, I have Jordans. I'm that just saying. Original Jordans. I, I'm everyone just saying. Everyone knows me from sneakers. I'm saying. Everyone. But I'm saying not everybody who's a sneakerhead sneaker. has the original Jordan releases. Yeah, but me, I do. I have a He original. even just said it. We need to see it. No, he, that's what he said. He just said it. He didn't my say camera it. guy just said this it. This nigga gave Jordan, me that. Did you just say we need to see it? All right, we'll see it after. Thank you.
He's back on a boat. All right. I'm gonna ask this one question, and we're gonna end this. We're gonna end the shoot talk. Chris, do I not? Am I not a sneakerhead? Yes or no? Please. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm stop. A okay. I'm stop a there. Head stop. Too. Okay. Stop there. Okay. Stop. Chris, do I not have all the Jordans? Yes or no? Exactly. All right. Stop. Stop. Okay. Hold on. 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 You said, do I have all the Jordans? And he said, you have a lot of Jordans. He said, a lot of Jordans is not all the Jordans, which is bringing my point to statement that you may have a lot of Jordans. But they may not be OGs. Are we out of They may not be OGs. Right. Hey, I'll give my cameraman the keys to my car right he now. He can go get said, the bottle. He just said I have all the Jordans. No, he all said a, a lot. No, he he said a lot. What did you say, Chris? A lot or all? All right, stop, stop. Did you say Antonius, a lot or all? Antonius. Antonius, let me answer the, ask the questions. All right, go ahead. Chris. Keep in mind, nigga, do from I a year have, from now when you on my podcast, I'm asking all the questions. Do I not have all the Jordans? I'm going to have to go with all the Jordans. Exactly. All right, stop. That's all that. That's all I need to know. All right, stop. Keep recording. All right. All right. Did you hear that, Antonius? Because you said you no, pay him you $50 a shoot, Antonius, I'm going to let his final answer be the final answer. But however, he just said all the Jordans. He said all the Jordans. Did you okay, again, Chris? I'm a, I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you a specific pair from a year, and if Antonio. you don't have it, if you don't have it, just know it's documented on my camera's got camera. Antonis, be quiet for a minute. Did you hear what he said? Chris, say that again. I have the original Jordans. I don't even like this nigga. You dig what I'm saying? Yes. I'm gonna keep it real. Okay. All the original. Uh, All the original. Original. Do they have yellow from the bottoms? Ni- from the 90s and the 80s. Do they have yellow bottoms? That's what original means. Chris, do they have yellow yes, bottoms? Yes, they do. They have yellow bottoms? My nigga, I, ha- I have a pair Miss, of Jordans. The, midsole, pa- the midsole is cracked? I have a pair of Jordans. The midsole is cracked. I have a pair of Jordans that are worth $6,000 right now if I wanted to sell them. What year? Huh? What year and what number? 92. What, you what mean? number? What number? Ninety two. I don't go but by what, the numbers. But I what, go by the years. But if you were a true sneakerhead, you should know what shoe falls into ninety two. No, they're the Jordans that came out in ninety two. I don't go mm. by the. I don't go by mm. the. The, I mean, they're the Jordans. Mm. Okay. See, see me. Right. I don't go by the like number. Oh, Jordan ones. I okay. just go by the year. That's but what I, I well, what I'm saying is, if you was a, if you was a real sneakerhead, you know Basically, what shoe just, came out in what year. Just say you were proven wrong. Just say. Can you well, say that? Hey, because it's your can show. I will gladly say that I was proven okay. wrong. So and can, you say, you. can you say? However, wait, 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 wait. The Antonis. extra footage that Antonis. comes Antonis. off of this podcast when we're done, and it's on my camera guy's camera. Antonis, can you say? My name is Antonis. I was proven wrong by Jordan. Hey. Can My name that? is Antonius, yes. and I was proven wrong by Jordan. By Jordan Owandi on Everyday Podcast. By Jordan Owandi from Everyday Celebrity and Podcast. And Jordan Owandi has is the sneaker king. Can you say that? You asking for too much shit <laughs> no, now. No, I mean, you've been proven wrong. Can you say that, though? I, I, I was proven wrong for sure. Can you say, I'm Antonius, but to say I that you were the sneaker king, I got, sneaker a king. Couple, I got a couple boys who might top you. Can you say... I got a couple boys who you, might top you. Can you swallow your pride and say, um, my name is... Antonio. I just did by saying you, I was proven wrong. Uh, can you, to, some, to some niggas, can they you, can't even swallow can pride, you period. Can swallow your pride and say, my name is Antonio. I was proven wrong. 
by a jo- by Jordan Awandi, the hey, sneaker king. Your own camera guy is podcast. just saying I just owned up to it. No, he didn't say it. I bet you a million dollars when you play this episode back, you're going to hear him in the background. Chris, did you not just say that? I owned up to it. Stop talking to Chris. I owned up to it. He's not being recorded. All right. All right. So we're choosing. We're cheersing right here. Right here. He has been proven wrong by Jordan Owani, the sneaker king. Why are you backing up for my salute, bro? Because I want you to say yes. (laughs) (laughs) I just said yes. My name. Which camera you want me to look into? Which camera? You want me to look into your camera guy? Because it's your camera guy? Look. Just talk. Everybody tuning in. Yes. My name is Antonius. Yes. I was proven wrong by Jordan Owandi. Yes. I say it right? Everyday From celebrity Everyday podcast. Celebrity Podcast. That he has some no, original Jordan shoes releases. Okay. There we go. I'll, I'll work with that. You can work with it. Much respect. Because that's what I gave you. All right, worry. Well, thank you for that. Next that subject. lasted longer than it should have been. Next subject. Hey, I'm having fun, man. I don't know right. about you, but I'm having uh, fun. I'm having a great time. Um, what do you, what do you, what do you want to? Talk? Well, let's talk about some real shit. Let's talk about some shit that's going on in the world right now. Oh, I don't want to. We can talk about that too, but you were talking about the females. Oh yeah, yeah. You yeah. Let's yeah, let's go to the females then, because you stuck on this female shit. You sing it all right. I just wanted. Answer every my nigga, aspect we go, of we go, the we questions go going you got. Like we, we on all types. We on. That's all. fine. That's fine. Yes, but I'm you're single. single, right? Yes, I'm. You single. single? Yes. How long have you been single? A while. What's a while? Years. How many years? A couple. Two. Well, two is a couple, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, I'm a fight this nigga. I swear to God, I'm a fight this nigga after this Scott podcast. You know what I'm saying. This nigga trying to come is, at me crazy. Is, is a couple not two? I mean, I mean, yes, a couple is two. All right then, nigga hey. say couple. I've been single well, six then years. nigga, I plead the fifth. So you've been you've been single for two years. Hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Do you like being single, or are you a, a relationship nigga? Because you know, since you want to base this whole episode off light skin, dark skin, you light skin niggas want to cuddle. Massage feet. Mm-hmm. You want to cry. I actually when, don't like my feet massage. Do you cry? You, you light skinned niggas want to cry when a girl says it's ladies' night. You want to cry? Oh, no, no, not at all. All right, not at all. All right. So you a light skinned nigga with with dark skinned niggas? In, in no, I'm the definition of a real light skinned nigga. Okay, what's the definition of a real light skinned nigga? Me. You look at Chris, me. shut the fuck up, nigga. You look at him. Like your own guy just said. You Man, look yo, at that. He's about to be fired, but we ain't talking about him. That's all right. <laughs> all right. So you've been single for two year for two year two two years plus. Mm-hmm. What type of bitches do you like? Latina. Zena? Latina. Latina. Mm-hmm. What what is it about the Latino woman that you like so much? Oh man! Yeah, tell the truth. No, no. What? What isn't there to like? I don't know. You tell me. I mean, I like Latina women too, but I don't just like them. You said you just like them. No, no, no. I don't just like them. That's just my preference. Okay. But I don't if have I come a across so if I come across like a female them, who's not Latina or who is mixed with Latina, mm-hmm. I don't discriminate. Okay. So all. what is about Latina women that you go for the most? You know, I, I really don't have an no, honest no, 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 answer. No, 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 no. 
It's you, just you're too old and you too experienced I don't know. to know that. You know you, what? You because know. they got like like black women, they got good genes. Okay. How black don't crack, you can come across a lot of Latina women who are older and don't look their okay, age. Okay, so what what so obviously if they have the same thing. I, you I, choose Latina women before you choose a black woman. No. So what is it about that's just the what Latina I'm, That's women? just what I'm used to because that's that's my preference. That's it. Okay, so why is it your preference, though? That's really all. You, you don't have to be politically correct, my No, I'm not, I'm not trying to be politically correct. So what is correct. it about Latina women that you love more? I than feel like know? that's just the race that have not really thrown themselves at me, but like I've just engaged in more than black women. Mm -hmm. That's it. But I will say like when it comes to black women, light skins are more ahead than the dark skins. Be careful, nigga. No, that's fine. And let me tell you, I've met a couple of dark skinned females where I'm like, I love a black ass bitch. Well, I never, I never bitch. call my women bitches, but I mean, that's between you and me. I mean, well, bitches, bitches, but you know no, a bitch is a bitch, but a woman is a woman. I mean, a woman is a bitch. You know what I'm saying mm, to me, it's not. I mean, but, a woman I mean, is a woman, and a bitch is a bitch. When I say bitch, there's a difference between a woman and a bitch to me. I understand that. I never beat a woman, but I'll beat a bitch's ass. Period, yeah. and because of his exhale of breath that he just did behind the couch. I'm not even looking at this nigga and I felt it. He know what the fuck I'm talking about. And I know if my dad was watching, he knows what I'm talking about. Oh yeah. But excuse me I for mean, all the I'm cussing. not saying when I say bitches, I'm not saying like all women are bitches. Obviously not. I ever But uh but when I you respect say, women. To me, to me, but is, to, hold on, is, don't uh, mean to cut you off. But, is but bitch, to me, is bitch a bad word nowadays? No, it's, it's not. not a bad word, but when you describe bitches. When you label a person as a bitch, yes, it's a low standard. Mm -hmm. When you call somebody a woman, mm -hmm. it's what they deserve. But you know there are bitches in the world. And there are bitches, but and however, you know, and you however, know women a, call each you, other before bitch. you say it, before you say it, yes, I don't fuck with bitches. I mean, I don't, I don't either, but I mean... I think you might. I mean, on occasion. I think you, know you might. There might be the a way you wear your beanie, I think you might let one or two bitches this is, in this here. This is a segue. This and is be segue. like, yeah, bitch, this you is know, not I, a do, beanie, I do this podcast called Everyday Celebrity. Wait, we wait shoot right minute, here in this minute. room right here. <laughs> you know, you can sleep in here. You can't sleep in my room, but, you know, where we record the podcast, you can... I'll bring you a pillow and a blanket, maybe a newspaper or two. You can sleep in here, make yourself comfortable. That's it. Just let me know when you're leaving so I can lock the door when you go out. That's what the vibe I get when you talk about this shit. All right, so everyone, you saw I just let this nigga talk. <laughs> now I'm going to explain the truth. Go ahead, explain it. Explain right, it. Go ahead. First of all, this is not a beanie, this is a crown. <laughs> you see how, see, <laughs> Antonius, look at me, nigga. Do you see how I wear my beanie on the top of my head? Yeah, it's flat. Yeah, you see, no, a no, crown see, is not flat. No, but no, did you see the way I wear it on the top of my head? It's a crown, nigga. It's not a beanie. So that's the just first. because you sit in a second, leather chair second. that's got cushions on it does not mean what you got on your second, head is a second, crown. Second, bro. second, second. You are right. And when I talk to hoes, 
I mean, when I do, when you have women over, do they sleep in this room? Yes or no? First of all, there's no bed in this room. Nigga. Exactly. This so is do my you office. spread out a newspaper issue or this two when they come over here? First of all, all the ladies who listen, I'm listen. I treat you guys with respect, <laughs> so don't let this nigga. Hey, you gonna have to make this episode I part love, one and part two, bro. Listen, I, I love I love women, and I treat you all with respect. I'm just say it like that. Now let's get back to the conversation. You, you mind now, if I eat a, a Jolly Rancher? Go ahead. I mean, I got some. I got if some, it's if it's great, flavor, edible, if it's great flavor, will you be offended? You want an edible? I got an edible gummy bear for no, you. I got to I got I got to drive home. Chris, shut the fuck. Oh my god! I swear to God. Can you go get this? Can you go get the bottle of whiskey though? Wait, no, 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 no. Hey, you know what? If you gonna get a bottle here. Oh wait, oh, wait. You, I, from, I got from the kitchen. Yeah, oh yeah. shit, you got Bevmo in the living room. Yeah, nigga, what the fuck? Are you? This is Everyday Celebrity Media Company. Oh, sh- I, I, we going on three hours, goddamn. You running this shit like it's fucking Bevmo. Yeah, I do got some. A I, lot of dark skin niggas don't work at Bevmo. No, but I do got some. Is he on Facetime? Hold on, hold on for a second. Hold on. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Wait, is that is Taylor? this Taylor? Oh my god. Wow. Oh. This is Taylor on wow. the FaceTime, bruh. Wow. He was like. Yo, what the fuck? He's been on here this whole time. Taylor, see. how long you been on this podcast? Put it he on said, since we started. Let's put it on speaker. No, he said, since we no, started. Whiskey. There's nothing else dark in there. Nigga. There is something dark in there. It's gone, bro. He said, since we started. Since we started. Oh, okay, okay. So maybe like the last like oh, yeah. fifteen so minutes. Taylor, so Taylor can. So Taylor, you okay. can vouch. You can vouch for me when I when I say that shit. I don't even know what the fuck I said. Hey, bro, he don't even know what he said, so yeah, you can't exactly. vouch for nothing. But Taylor, what do you say? You got snow bunny socks up to your knees. You got fuzzy socks, nigga. Uh, he lying. Taylor lying. I don't fuck with. I don't fuck with the white. You like bitches with fuzzy socks? No, nah, I don't fuck. With, I don't fuck with the. I don't fuck with the hand socks. No. No, they ain't gotta be hand socks. Are they fuzzy that. socks? I know that's what hand. Socks you approve of bitches with fuzzy socks? Nah, where's your Where's your Where's your shot glass? At? My shot glass is in front of me, where it's always been. Yeah, my- <laughs> you still like my nigga. Drank your fucking shot glass, though. What is this? Oh, this is tequila. No, this. You right cannot here. have you me drinking brandy with. and then you talking about Casadoras. But this has been there for like the past 30 minutes. Bro. No, it hasn't. I swear to God, I had two shots and we it, cheers. It two hasn't. Shots. I've been drinking more than you have, and this is your own podcast. Chris, take this phone away from me. Hold on, wait a minute. Tell it, tell it, tell it, tell it. Take put this phone away from me. Put Taylor back on the mic. Put him on his mic. Put him on his mic. This nigga had uh, this nigga had two kids. Right? You might have just the brightness because the, the the complexion of the skin might be a little darker. Yeah, shout out, shout out, shout out to Taylor Bay, bro. He just had two beautiful babies, one boy, one girl, Tayana and Taylor Jr. What's the, what's the name? What's the name of the, your children, nigga? Taylor Jr. and Taylin, nigga. Who are they named after? 
Himself, nigga. Duh. <laughs> you got a nigga named Taylor on the phone line, and he said his, his kid's name <laughs> is Taylor Jr. Uh, and Taylor. What you expect? I'm Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh, oh I oh, I been oh, said that. Oh yeah! I oh, been yeah. I been we oh, been yeah. talked about that. Oh yeah! So Gucci ass nigga. So Taylor is the dude that we were talking about who likes. He his, on the line. He likes he likes his butt. He like his crack lick. He's, he's my brother. He likes his butt licked. That's so, basically the Gucci nigga. So. That's basically the gooch. So, Taylor, so, oh, wait a minute, Taylor. Taylor, Taylor. explain the feeling that yeah. you have when a female licks your ass crack. Explain, explain, why do you explain like Explain to the females why it's it important feel? for them to make their man feel special when they lick the crack. How does it feel when you get your butt licked? What's that feeling? First off, both of y'all got me fucked up. You get your ass, hey, I said you gotta stop at the gooch, bitch. And then we ain't no we, stopping and, at the gooch show is what I'm we saying. Came, we came to a conclusion that when a bitch is licking your gooch, and and if she happens to go there's no lick difference. on the butt on the butt crack, there's you ain't no gonna stop her. No difference. So there's no difference. So you're telling me the a, gooch is right in front oh, no, of it, Wait a minute, it, bro. Antonius. Wait a minute, Anna. So if a, if a girl is licking the gooch and she happens, she has she and she happens to like. Accidentally lick that little butt. Ain't no accidentally. Nigga. Accidentally lick that butt crack. What are you gonna do? You gonna stop? No, nigga. You gonna keep? Oh, no, bitch. You you, cause, you gonna uh, be like, yeah, bitch. Show me you. You gonna be like, to uh, lick my ass. You gonna bitch. be like, uh, go, You gonna be like, uh. only a bitch will lick your ass, nigga. This a woman be, will never do that shit. This nigga gonna be like, uh. <laughs> this nigga gonna be like, uh. Keep going. The light skin nigga be like, oh, I never had that, but it feel kind of good. You so, do that shit well. So the people, <laughs> so tell the people around the world. That's why you got twins and I got one. So tell the people around the. <laughs> wait a minute. So tell the people around the world that you like your ass lick. No, cause I don't, bitch. I never had it done. You already admitted to that on episode two. Of right. On episode two, but he you, was concerned you, that you might have liked your ass licked, and you just wasn't confirming it. You said you like you you go- confirming shit, Antonio. You, you would never. I I would never expect a nigga could confirm that they like their ass licked. You say you like the gooch you lick, never right? Expect a nigga to say he like his gooch. You say you like the gooch. The lick? gooch is damn near the ass. It is. The There's ass. no it's difference. It's damn near the balls too. If you no, it's not. The balls it's is the balls. the balls. The balls is the balls. The gooch is a parallel universe with the <laughs> ass crack. <laughs> Y'all niggas stupid, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, so we're just gonna get to the point. I'm a. Have you have you ever? When was the first time you had your your ass licked? Bitch, we had this conversation on episode two. Never, bitch. You admitted to getting your ass licked. No, I didn't admit. I didn't admit shit. You like wet booty hoe? You on live television, nigga? <laughs> right, now, right now, live streaming. Who was the girl that ate your ass? Ain't nobody ever ate my ass and nobody ever will, bitch. So you said you had your goose leg, so were you laying on your back with your legs pinned up? Hell no, bitch. That's what you did when you got your legs. No. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, you said you had your goose lick. 
Nigga, so how did it happen, nigga? Did you were you laying on your back with your legs pinned up? Did she pin your legs up? I was sitting down, nigga. Bitch was sucking my balls, and that bitch sucked the goose, nigga. My ass was under the seat, nigga. She couldn't even get to the goddamn ass, all she wanted to, bitch. That, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> that don't make first, <laughs> that don't make no sense, nigga. You were you were laying down with your with your sheet, with the sheet under the under your ass. Oh shit! All right, well, anyway. You look like Popeye No, first of all, nigga, this is Taylor made. Taylor made that boy on Instagram. You want to shout out your Instagram so people can follow you? Taylor made underscore that boy. They already know, man. Don't fuck with your boy like no, that, man. Don't, don't put no sweat on my name, man. Yeah. All right, Taylor made that boy. You heard his music uh, earlier today. All the bitches out there listening around the world, this, ni- this nigga likes his ass eight on all fours. So, get the fuck off <laughs> So, holla at him. <laughs> oh, shit. Ass nigga. God damn, bro.